Este amor apasionado Manda todo alborotado Por volver Voy camino a la locura Y aunque todo me tortura Sé querer Nos dejamos hace tiempo Pero me llegó el momento corazón y me muero por volver y volver, volver volver a tus brazos otra vez llegaría hasta donde yo sé perder, quiero volver, volver, volver. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Back of the House podcast. My name is Daniel. I'm Easy. And I'm Chino. And today we have a special, special guest in the Ooh. building. Woo! Is Eric, right. you want to introduce your guest? Man, I'll let him do all the introducing. I'll get him. But Mona said you're always. <laughs> Man, I was all in my feelings right now. He got it all. Go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is uh, Rosendo Ramos, and I'm the mariachi director at Lincoln Middle School and Lakeview High School here in San Angelo. All right, come on. Man, you don't know how hard it was for me not to like kind of butt in and, and put in my non-singing voice in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you didn't. I know, me neither did I. <laughs> like you should let the singer <laughs> sing. <laughs> but it was tough. It's tough. Hey, so how long have you been teaching at uh, Lakeview? So this is going into my, uh, you see, I started teaching in 2013. So this is my uh, eighth year going into to Lakeview. Eighth wow. Year. Wow. Eighth year. Yeah. yeah. So tell me a little bit about, about yourself and where are you from and, you know, yeah. how did you get to this point in your life? So uh, I was born in Acuña, Coahuila, right here in the border town. Uh, and then I was Shut raised. Up. I was raised, yeah, <laughs> shout out to Acuña, Texas. Acuña, Acuña <laughs> Tech, baby. Acuña Tech. <laughs> So yeah, I was raised here in San Angelo, and uh, I come from a family of nine. So I have uh, I have six brothers and three sisters. All right. Uh, there's six of us and and, and three sisters, and uh, we're all musicians. My uh, my dad plays mariachi music. Really? My grandfather plays mariachi music. Uh, I have two tios right now that actually play mariachi music for a living. They wait. They go every night and they work that night and they go to the bars there in Acuna and and they have a mariachi called Mariachi Acuna and that's they, that's how they make their living. They oh play. sweet. So uh, you know that's. Uh, it's been in my family, and so we started. I started playing at a very young age. My brother, my oldest brother, Rudy Ramos, he's the one that started teaching us how to play. And uh, and so, you know, we just started playing. And, and I, of course, I played in band at Edison Junior High. And Shut then, up. And then I played at Central <laughs> in band. And at Edison, when I was there, they had mariachi. So I was I played band. I was in band in mariachi. And then at Central as well, I was in band in mariachi. And then when I came here to ASU, I was in my I was in band. They didn't have a mariachi, but uh, my second year here at ASU, I was able to start a, a mariachi program through the. Uh, they have some funding for for extracurricular activities, and we were able to put together a mariachi, and uh, we were able to get some uniforms, some fundings for some uniforms and some uh, some instruments here at ASU, and so we did mariachi there, and I graduated as a band director, and then. Uh, 
you know, I went to Odessa to teach for two years from 2011 to 2013. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, man. What high school in Odessa? It was, uh, I taught at Ector Junior High. Ector oh, Junior oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Or, yeah. Ector it's Junior on, uh, it was used to be on, or I don't think is in a yeah it used to be Asheville right there on Clements right yeah on Clements yes in Mono okay. it's that man hey, los burritos right across the street oh, from Guadalajara no bro no no yeah. that, that's funny you say that because every morning man all the kids all the they're all Mexicanos man that's because yes. it's a barrio it's a barrio yeah. 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 Outside, baby. but those Shout burritos were good oh, that's man. a permian huh yeah, those burritos <laughs> it was actually well, that's, oh, that's a high oh yeah. that's a high yeah, oh, yeah high. they go so that's a high now because it shut it down now but, it's an elementary school now like a private school charter school yeah, I think they went into a charter program. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the burritos, man, hombre. We would go over there and, uh, man, they had some really good burritos. That's what I told my wife. I was like, man, we go over there. I need to, we need to go to that place. Yeah. There was man. a little place called, down the street called Lucy's, too. It was a little cafe. Oh, Lucy's, man. That's yeah, all. Lucy's. They had Jam some, right there, boy. Yeah. They had some caldo, man. Pinche menudo. Best caldo in Odessa, bro. West Texas, bro. It's fucking amazing. The caldo is just freaking good, man. I can see your nipples through your sweater. Using my dick, too, bro. That's how hard I am right now with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good experience, man. Odessa. Yeah. But we we moved right whenever the the boom was happening, and yeah. so uh, my wife and I we had just gotten married, and I moved over there first, and then she joined me joined me in December. But man, uh, rent was really expensive. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. We lived in a little apartment, kind of by 191, going towards Midland outside, uh, and uh, man, it was it was we're paying like. Maybe close to two thousand dollars for a Whoa. one bedroom apartment. Son of a side of town for yeah. Son of a. <laughs> it was it was tough, but you know I had to. I, I applied here. They didn't hire me here because you know they weren't looking for anybody at the moment. Whenever I finished ASU, so I had to move. You know I had to make the move. But uh, but it, it was it was a great experience. Of course, my wife and I we moved down there, and then we got pregnant in 2013, and then we moved back for to be here with family. And oh, good. I have two daughters, uh, Maya, Lynn Ramos, and Bella Rose Ramos, and. One of them seven and one of them three. Uh-huh. And, uh, of course, my beautiful wife, April. She's, uh, she's you know, Shout she's taking care of Shout us all. Shout out to the family. Out. Shout yeah. out to yeah. the family, yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, so uh, I kind of did a little background, you know, when I was watching uh, your Facebook. And you had your two girls singing. And they were singing something from either Frozen. Was it Frozen or? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. We try to get them out there to sing. I have a little, we have a little karaoke thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my little one, man, she's she's a. The she's, most cutest thing ever, dude. She's a little terror, man. Ever. <laughs> terror. Yeah, she's she is, man. But no, it's a, it's it's. Uh, I want to. I don't want to force the music on them, but I want them to, you know, yeah. do their own kind of experiments, experience it, and and uh, hopefully they they become mariachis, you know, p- bring down the the line and 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 uh, keep it going for all of us. So. Yeah, well, good. No, you, you need to force them, man, because I want to say it's a dying breed, but in America it is, you know, because like yeah. with me, shit, I was born in Mexico, Spanish is all I spoke, and my kids know shit. For Spanish, man, <laughs> I, I, and I feel bad because I'm like I just should have taught them. Yeah. So, man, no. And yeah, you, and you know what? I, I, I have. We've had some good conversations about it. And I really do want my daughters to go to Lincoln and try, try mariachi, to be in it, and I want to, you know, try to make it as best as I can. So they have. A, I can never say that I wish I would have done something. You know, I wish yeah. I would have at least encouraged them to play. So I do want them to do that, and um, you know, hopefully, hopefully that happens in the near future. So. No, I have a similar regret. Um, I remember. My grandpa played piano, and my aunt plays piano. My cousins play piano, and, you know, my grandpa taught them out. And I, for some reason, well, because I wanted to go outside play football. That's why <laughs> uh, I didn't get to uh, learn to play piano. But that's <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I really regret 
uh, not sitting down Man, with him what? and you could have been teaching me piano and that's one been, instrument yeah. I want to, I've always yeah. wanted to learn too late now yeah. awesome, man. yeah it is well they say once you learn piano you can learn anything at that point pretty because, much uh, or strings, any kind of music uh, right? well I the mean, notes yeah. well the notes to a guitar notes to a violin notes to uh, trumpet reading music yeah. I mean reading music it all it's easy. all the same well one uh, one thing I do know or I did it was um I played violin in elementary for the Real Vista Orchestra. Yeah, Real Vista. Where the hell they had that? Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, okay, I, was, I did the same thing. I was right next to you. Oh, okay. What'd you do? I was a violin. violin. I think you were doing I was the viola violin. or violin. Violin. Uh, uh, Ray I was Rubio. always chair number two. Always, because Ray Rubio beat us all the time. Oh, yeah. Should have jumped his ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have hit him with the bow. Yeah. <laughs> Should have poked his eye out. When, when you're going for first year, just poke him. Yeah. I don't know what happened, And You know, all those hood girls that we talk about, they had, they would play the cello. And yeah, yeah. yeah. What happened? I yeah. know, right? Yeah, in the guitar, man, I love. The, I would I love do, to learn. Yeah. I just yeah. don't understand it. Like, are you supposed to press hard? Or are you barely supposed to touch the chords? Or yeah, you, you, and I'm like, I mean, what? you got to have strong hands to play it, obviously, right? Yeah, if, I mean, if you're playing electric guitar, electric guitar is a little bit easier because the, the strings are a little closer to the fret. The guitar, the Spanish guitar, which is this one, it's a little bit harder sometimes. It does get a little tiring. Uh, but you know, it's just it's just, just about practicing and sitting down with the YouTube right now. I mean, we never had YouTube. No, even, right. Yeah. But the kids now, I tell them, there's no excuse for them, and they can look up on YouTube any song they want to learn, and somebody right. will teach it to them. But I, I had a buddy that uh, his son was at that time was like 14, 15, that self-taught how to play guitar with. Uh, they they sell this little machine that tells you, and if you oh, stroke yeah. it right, I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, man, now he's fluent on, on guitar. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. I've heard that, that. Um, lately, I think there's going to be a rise in guitar playing or people playing guitar because we're getting to that generation or the age that they started playing Guitar Hero when they were oh, little. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. now they're like getting oh, to the okay. age where they can start playing, really playing and buy that guitars and things well, like that. Well, I ain't mad too. at that. Yeah. 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 So I was pretty good at Guitar Hero. Yeah, me so. too. I, was, I, I had Rock Man and Guitar yeah, Hero. I was, yeah, I was, I was, I was never coordinated. <laughs> I'm not coordinated. Yeah, I can't yeah. do it. You're I can't do it. You're lucky I can drive stick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me your earliest memories of um, getting into music. I mean, whenever you were a kid, how did that start? off well you know I, I remember being a kid and uh i remember always my my parents we'd always go to mexico every friday with my dad he has a he had a, he still has a business so he sells uh he buys merchandise from deeper into mexico like he goes to monterrey and he buys a lot of bulk merchandise mm -hmm. and then he comes back to the little city like acuna and he sells it for a profit and uh so we would go to mexico almost every friday and uh i remember driving from here to 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 acuna and uh, he would always play this uh, trio music, man. He yeah. loved trio, and I love yeah. trio now. But I remember it was the same. It was a trio Los Dandies. That's the name of the of the, of the cassette. And he would play it over and over and over and over for you know three hours for whatever it takes him. And I remember just being so annoyed by it. Whenever I was I was younger, I was like, man, this music sucks, and <laughs> I don't want to listen to this crap. You know, because the Eagles on that yeah. sounds like a AB Put the Eagles on that. <laughs> but you know, then now I'm like, man, I'm so glad he did that because uh, you know it, it makes me appreciate that kind of music because that music is really beautiful i mean the the trio stuff is just it's a it's a really beautiful music for mexico and it's yeah. one of the strongest and so you know he started playing that music and of course i had my brothers playing music uh at a very young age too and, and i would see them play and i always wanted to play 
Uh, but yeah, that's one of my earliest memories is, is is going and driving and just being annoyed by the music and now just appreciating and looking back and saying, you know what, I'm glad that he played that because I know those songs. I know if I hear them, I, I can sing them or I can play the melody or, you know, it's just, uh, it's that important. So I really do appreciate that. That's what I remember the most when I was young. So wow. I remember those uh, trips to Acuna. We'd go to Acuna almost every weekend <laughs> yeah. and just go that long Loma Alta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Loma Alta and just a long drive to Acuna. Yep. And uh, then getting there and eating those tacos and getting the Tapatillos plaza. and all, yeah. Tapatillos. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, man. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. good, man. So, uh, what um, elementary school did you go to? I went to Reagan Elementary. Okay, and then I went to uh, Edison after that, and then to Central. But yeah, Reagan Elementary. I remember, uh, you know, we all went there because uh, my mom lives. She still lives on, on 17th Street. Yeah, and so we lived about two blocks away from from Reagan. So yeah. we would go there, and uh, we would walk there, and you know, walk back, and we would walk to Edison, of course. Uh, from there to you know, uh, being from a family of nine, you know, there's there's no way they're gonna get us out everywhere. So we had to kind of walk and stuff but you know uh yeah it was just a it was a good time and i had an amazing bilingual teacher because i was pretty similar to you guys were uh well to you uh, victor right yes Uh, where we spoke nothing but spanish man growing up and then you learn how to speak english in in elementary and i had an amazing bilingual teacher miss rangel man she was awesome lupe rangel oh and she taught us she taught me how to speak english and i i I, i'm grateful for her and for all my brothers too they they she taught all of us how to well well, hold on do you know uh, Have you ever watched Los Goonies Or oh, the Goonies Los Goonies He said Yeah I, I, No man You know what Th- Thank you very much Dude. I told y'all kids If you learn Spanish It wasn't in Spanish We ain't gonna watch it In the English The funny thing He just said Los, Los Goonies. Goonies Los Goonies <laughs> No man It's funny he says that though man, Because every time We go to Mexico um, Everybody's a- We would watch all the movies But in Spanish yeah. Like uh, yeah. like Chucky And all this yeah, You know Chucky El Chucky Because <laughs> these guys Always talking shit You never watch the Goonies I was like man My English was not my first <laughs> Yeah It was my second language I would never give that back for anything. It was it was a good time there at Central when I was there, and especially too going on to ASU and, and being able to be in band at ASU as well and the marching band and stuff like that. So it's a it was a, it was a lot. It was a good time. What was your instrument whenever you were in the marching band? The trumpet. My my main trumpet? instrument is a trumpet. Oh, yes. Okay, uh, but you know, like I, I'm second to the youngest of my family. I have a little brother, um, and so all my older brothers they play different instruments and they kind of taught me a little bit of everything. So uh-huh. I'm not very good at uh, my main instrument. Like I said, my main instrument is the trumpet. That's the one I feel the most comfortable in. On, but I can play a little bit of a little bit of the other ones. So, uh, so, and of course, it's helpful whenever I teach my students because I teach them. I teach the violin, I teach the guitar, I teach the vihuela, the guitarron, yeah. the yeah. trumpet. So wow. I teach all of them, and uh, so it's helpful to know a little bit of them. And you don't have to be good, but the most important thing about teaching is being able to show them how to do it, and then try to find methods to help them, you know, grow in that in that in that teaching, you know, to yeah. help. Them. Like I said, I play a little bit of guitar. I, I, I play my main instrument is the trumpet. I play a little bit of piano as well, but my main instrument is the trumpet. I 
that's what I felt the most comfortable playing. And I was gonna bring it, man, but I was like, man, I don't know. It's, it's I was gonna bring all the spot instrument. here, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could blow some ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it couldn't have been any more louder than T's T's uh, voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's say you play trumpet. Uh, did did you play trombone too? Because I think that's a natural thing to pick up, also, right? Well, well I've, no, mm, it's a little harder. Yeah, that's the, what I play. The baritone would probably be better, or like French horn, in the same side okay. as. Yeah. as that. The only reason I say this is because my cousin, you know, he did trumpet and then he moved over to, to trombone. Um, Whenever he was in high school too, so yeah, no, I never tried the trombone, but I did play a little better tone and I did play a little French horn whenever I was in, in band. Oh, wow. So, uh, but no, but I mean, I always, I always wanted to. The trumpet was always in it, and I really didn't want to play the trumpet when I was in, in seventh grade. I wanted to play the saxophone, man, but oh, and you know, oh, it was real, yeah. it was real expensive, you know, yeah, to get yeah. a saxophone. And of course, like a, you know, like I said, we didn't have a lot of money, and, and we already had a trumpet. So my my, my dad and mom were like, just <laughs> play the trumpet. I stand. And then I stand. My, I that's the reason why my daughter's playing trumpet now. Her cousin had one. Was like, hey, can she borrow? Yeah, okay, you doing trumpet? Yeah, now. we don't have to go to Tarpley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, we had to get it fixed. No, I'm about those. Yeah. It's expensive, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really. No, is. my little girl wants it. Wants a violin for Christmas uh-huh. Right And I was like Ooh that's expensive I'll get you yeah, that cell phone You wanted <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, we'll, we'll just get the cell phone yeah, yeah. Instead <laughs> No but even some Really nice violins yeah. are, oh, are, And then they can get up oh. I, I think I've seen Some YouTube videos With a million dollar violins oh, Yeah they, man They play the guitar there. Like those, yeah. the, the wooden yeah. guitar And yeah You have to have A good violin And I know I, You know And I know this from experience Because you know A lot of students come you know, and I know parents, they may not know, and I try to educate them as much as to, they get a good quality instrument, man, because we got kids coming in with these instruments from Amazon that are like yeah. 50 bucks. Yeah. And yeah. they're, 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 they're from China. No and, um, and then they, you can't fix them. Yeah, like they break real easy, and then the tarpley won't fix them because they're cheap. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so then the kids out, and I, we got to find a way. But yeah, no, no, it's, it's always good. No, good instruments, of course, are going to cost right. a little bit more, but they'll, they'll last a long time, yeah. for sure. And they'll keep their value. Yeah. So, whenever you transitioned to college, I mean, how was that experience in the music department? And, you know, can you tell, talk a little bit more about, you know, your your college life or your college career? Yeah, no, no. Uh, again, I, I'm the first one out of my family to go to a university. Congratulations. So, um, and, you know, it was, it was, a, it was different, man. I, I remember I had, uh, at the end of high school, at the end of Central, I had signed up for the Marines. Uh, I was going to go be a Marine. I, don't, I have no idea why, but uh, I wanted to do that. But, you know, I, I, I later on, and after doing, I did everything, and I was about to go to um, to just to do the last the final swearing, I believe. Yeah. And then I, I ended up changing my mind, and, and, and this was like probably two, three weeks before ASU semester began. Mm-hmm. And so then when I when I had backed out of that, and I mean, of course, uh, I, I appreciate all the service. If, if anybody has any service people, they yeah. we appreciate that, of course. Heck yeah. But, uh, you know, I knew it wasn't for me, and I, I think that's a, a calling. You have to be, and it's a lifestyle that you're going to live if you're in the military. Yeah. Um, and I just figured out, you know, I, that wasn't for me, and I, I backed out, and I had three weeks to get all my crap together to go to ASU. So I was, uh, you know, I was running around and I was able to get in. So it was kind of a fast thing. And, and when I came in, I, you know, I just started in the band and um, it was different, man. It was completely yeah. different. It's it's really, for me, it was really eye-opening to to learn a lot of different things because I feel, and you guys may agree with me, is especially coming from a family that comes from Mexico, there's a lot of things that they don't know and that they can't teach you. And yeah. and, uh, and so it's it's almost that to a certain extent, there's you're always in a box until you get out in the world and you start learning a lot more about life and different things that were in college and 
And uh, that was really important for me. And I, I, I appreciate, you know, I'm glad that I was able to go through the experience. And I mean, college was a lot of fun, man. I had a great time playing in band and, and marching band and, uh, and jazz band and all that good stuff. So no, it was, it was college great. parties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he was now. the party. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, don't admit that. He was the one that they were like, hey, get your guitar, go out and play. And, <laughs> you uh, have those stories to say, one time in band camp. <laughs> <laughs> no, so how was it being the first one in your family um, graduating from college or attending college? first of all yeah and then graduating from college well i mean i i felt proud i felt like you know i wanted my 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 family to my parents to know that you know they they, they try to help me you know they try to do everything they can for the family of course and they work and they do what they can um it was good to to be able to finish man it, it felt i felt proud and i it's good to you know to show them that what they did wasn't just in vain you know we yeah they yeah, actually worked hard point. for us yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good point man heck so, yeah it was it was it felt good it felt really good man. yeah yeah do you find it um helpful whenever you're talking to other students and Maybe students that you see with your similar background to say, hey, you know, I come from somewhere like you come from and you could still change your life or do positive things ahead of you. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think that's the I feel like that's the one thing that keeps all the, the my students and and, uh, and myself together. Mostly that we connect in that way because I can relate to them in that yeah. at that level. Because um, a lot of kids, you know, they're, they're in the same boat, especially in Lakeview, too, because that, yeah. that that's out of town, too. Also, sometimes there's kids that need a lot of extra extra help and, yeah. and motivation. And so, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I'm able to be there for them and, uh, and have that connection with them. So it's, it's really important, and it's been very helpful. I think it's really important that um, students have someone that, they, that look like them, you know, like they can, yeah. they can relate to and say, well, therefore he's from San Angelo. He's got to, you know, come from, comes from the, the background similar. And I think it's, it's really important for them to see how it's not the end of the road sometimes where, it's, you know, where your struggle, struggles don't have to continue. You Correct. know, you can you choose your own direction, choose your own path. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree, and I, I know the kids. I know the kids see that, and I, I hope that they they learn from that, and they know that they can they can continue, and you know, they can do what they want to do as long as they work hard. I mean, you guys know that that's probably one of the the things that even even though maybe our parents can't show us or can't help us with our math or anything like that, yeah. they they teach us how to work hard. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. most important. That's that work ethic. Yeah, they, 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 they bring to you. I mean, they may not be able to, like you said, help you with your English project or history project. But they they've um, instilled in you that the desire to or that um, work ethic. Yeah, yeah. That you that you. Um, and I think that's have. really important, and I, and that's what I try to show the kids. I, you know, I tell them, you know, like making these videos, and I, I you know, I said you gotta gotta put in the work, man. It's it's all about working hard. If you want to have a good product, you gotta work. Yeah. And they they understand that. They understand, especially when this video came out. They saw it. and I was like, man, they, they were impressed with themselves. I was like. You know, that's all the hard work, the, the practice and then the meeting after school whenever we don't have to meet after school, doing the extra time to practice and all that stuff. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad they understand that. After college, you got your teacher certification and then yeah. you moved on to teach um, high school. I mean, I know you kind of touched up on teaching at Odessa, in, in Odessa Middle School. Um, can you elaborate a little bit more about yeah. how that experience was? Well, you know, like I told you, it was right in the middle of the second oil or yeah. with the oil boom that I always, I mean, I know it's a back and forth there in Odessa. It's always on and then it's always oh, off and yeah. then on and off. But, uh, you know, it was a challenge. I'm glad I kind of went to Odessa. That was my first gig because, uh, you know, going there and, and teaching kids. And, you know, I had several times I had kids tell me, you know what, man, I, whenever I get out of high school, I'm going to make three times what you're making working yeah. in the oil field. Yeah. So why do I need, why do we need this? Why do I need to be in a, have education and yeah. have an education and stuff like that? 
And it's tough, you know, it's tough to compete with that because it's true. You know, they really were going to go. And, and there, I'll be honest, there were several times that I thought, I was like, man, maybe I should look into the oil field because yeah. no, I know a lot of teachers that have done that. I yeah. know it's, a lot of teachers that have made that transition from teaching yeah. to going to the oil field because it's three times as much as money. Yeah, and 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 so that was what we competed against. And But, you know, I, I'm always made the case that, you know, the they see it and it happens all the time. And, you know, the oil field goes down and then everybody's without money and they're struggling. And then it comes back up, and it's just yeah. like a big roller coaster. Uh, but you know, it was it was important for them to understand that that for me, mariachi music was imp- was important, and I could teach them a little bit about discipline, a little bit about you know getting their stuff together for whenever they go on to do anything else, whether it's education, whether they go to college, whether they go work in the oil field or anywhere, they they have to have that discipline, or if they want to keep their job. Uh, but you know, it, it was it was good to to be able to do that and and to help them help the kids there. And of course, the culture and 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 Odessa, man, it's 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 almost Mexico there too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, man, uh, I it used was to go perfect, Odessa a lot too. Yeah. So. Hey, a, hey, that's why, because I, I worked there. I've been over there what six years. Uh-huh. Uh, I got laid off this past year, but. Man, that's what I tell the guys. It's little Mexico there, yeah. man. I was yeah. like, you Those go to a restaurant. Yeah. yeah, man. Chihuahua. You go you go to a restaurant, man, and some of the waitresses you talk to them in English and they just look at you like <laughs> what? Yeah. And then oh Coffee Spanish? <laughs> yeah, they want because all they know is Spanish. So you're like, oh yeah. shit, okay. So it feels it feels good, but yeah, yeah, man, for people that don't know, it's it's little Mexico there, man. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was it was a perfect scenario for me because the program, the mariachi program when I got went in there, they already had been going pretty strong. Oh, um man. But it, it was a it was a great experience for me because I got to see how involved the the community was with the mariachi because you know like you said it's a little Mexico there um, and I remember my first concert man uh, it was December uh, whenever I started teaching there uh, that December uh, we had our first concert there with at Hector Junior High and it's a big auditorium man it probably yeah. seats about a thousand because it used to be a high school yeah um, and it was packed man standing room only over a thousand wow, people really and yeah. it was cool man because the first time we started playing. All you hear is a bunch of gritos, yeah, yeah everybody. <laughs> but you know that—that's to me. I have never seen that because I'm from here, you know. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. you know, San Angelo is still pretty. It's pretty predominantly uh, you know, white, white led, yeah, you know. White. And then, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it was, you know, there. I mean, it's all it's all Mexicano, so it yeah. was it was cool. It was really awesome to see that much turnout at that concert yeah. and to see the the support. Um, but yeah, no, no, that was a great experience, and uh, and that's what I'm trying. That's what I've been trying to bring here to San Angelo, yeah. just that appreciation of of the culture because it's appreciated there. And I want it to be more and more appreciated here. And that's why we, you know, we take the time to make those videos. Well, you are doing it. I mean, that's how I kind of heard about you, you know, like uh, coming from like two years ago. I've heard a lot about Lakeview, a lot about Lakeview Mariachi, a lot about, you know, this and that. And and how you guys go to weddings and and stuff like that. I mean, I I used to go to weddings, quinceaneras, like every other weekend, it seemed like. (laughs) But whenever it was, I mean, you guys were either there or you guys had some part in it or or there was a kid that was involved in it or something. And... uh, um, so uh, whenever we started talking about Daniel had talked about man let's I would like to get someone with music or something like that and I was like man what a perfect perfect fit you know uh, Lakeview San Angelo because that's what we try to do we try to bring up San Angelo and stuff like that and you guys have been making a big noise here and uh, that's kind of one of the real deals I want to talk about but uh I guess let's just kind of start off about your program about uh, at Lincoln Middle School that's kind of that's where it's kind of the beginning of everything right yeah that's where you're like kind of starting to uh, I don't want to say breed, you know, but like starting to mold get them. That, yeah, yeah, mold so, them. So yeah. you started from Odessa. You came from Odessa, and Correct. then you got hired here in San Angelo, and then that's when you started working in the middle schools. Did you get hired right for the middle school? Or? No, no. Uh, so I worked in Odessa for two years teaching okay. mariachi music at Hector Junior High, 
And uh, by the way, at Ecto Junior High, I mean, we had uh, we had probably like 350 kids in the mariachi program. Oh my goodness, it was, that's a it lot. Was a big that's deal, like a man. marching band right there. Yeah, and so it, that's, a, that's more than a band. It was, no, it's <laughs> actually well, yeah. I mean, it's right around the same. Yeah, like three marching bands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was really awesome, man. Because every every class period, there was a like for. For us, it was unheard of because, you know, mariachi, if you're a mariachi director somewhere else, you're usually doing mariachi and you're probably doing orchestra. You're doing two, yeah, you're two doing things because there's not. Yeah. But there are no decimal, man. It was all mariachi. Just a mariachi. So, all day. Oh, and it was really right cool, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I taught there for those two years and then I came over here. Uh, like, a, like I was telling you, my wife got pregnant, so we came over here. Um, and then uh, I, I took an assistant band director job at Lakeview. So I was teaching band because that's kind of what I went for school for. Um, and so then, you know, I, I was taught band for a year. I had a great time at Lakeview. I was the assistant band director at Lakeview. And uh, and after that year, at the end of the school year, the superintendent had called me and asked me, hey, do you want to start a, a mariachi? you want to reboot the mariachi program? Because at that moment, uh, Central used to have a mariachi program yeah. back in the, in the late 90s. And at that time, the that mariachi program had dwindled down to like five students. And uh, it was just not being cared for as it should have. And they asked me, you know, do you want to reboot it at Lakeview? And I said, of course, man. That's what I did at Odessa. I, I have all these ideas that I can implement already. And uh, and so they gave me a shot. They gave me all the instruments. And then I started it at Lincoln. Um, and so, you know, I started with my seventh graders there. And uh, I was telling Daniel that I graduated my first senior class last year. Uh, this past, or yeah, last year in, in, yeah. in uh, May, my first seniors graduated. But, uh, yeah, no, we started at Lincoln. And uh, I started them all. At first, it was really tough, man, because we would have, um, I would have all my students in one class, and so, like I was telling you, I had violins, guitars, violas, guitarrones, trumpets, all all mixed together in one class, and that's a really tough way to teach music because nobody gets the attention that they need for that particular right, instrument. Right, right. Uh-huh. So it was really tough, man. My first four years, I did that for four years, and I was just doing what I could, man. It, it was, uh, if you were to go into my classroom, man, it was. It was it was a little bit chaotic, but uh, but we made it work, man. The kids, I made the kids. We would practice, we'd make them sound good. Um, but then eventually, about two years ago, I I finally, you know, I said, hey, um, I need to I need to have my classes split up, and so they finally let me split up. You know, only one violin. I have a violin class, I have a trumpet class, and I have a guitar class. Oh, good. Yeah. So you know, that's much more. I'm much more effective like that. Um, but yeah, no. So that Lincoln, they they play. They choose their instrument as uh, I go and recruit at fifth grade. So I go to all my feeder elementary schools and I take the mariachi. I take these kids up there, uh, you know, and we play for them for the fifth grade. Yeah. We say, you know, you want to be a mariachi, and sure enough, we got kids signing up and everything. Yeah. And then they come in sixth grade and they they pick already an instrument they want to play. Um, and then so we start teaching them those instruments and then Dude, that's, that's yeah that's that's a great way to do it yeah because right? by the time they get to seventh grade or whatever they already got a year or two already experience and then you kind of take them off from there yeah and so that's been it's been working well and then from there of course they go to high school and I mean and a lot of kids there's kids that they end up getting out and that's it's not a problem but yeah. they, they go through the experience you know I right. think that's what's really important for them is to go through that experience so you know that's how we start them off and then from Lincoln we go on to to Lakeview, and then Lakeview, we have two groups. I have a JV group and a varsity group. And, of course, the varsity group is the group that goes and competes, and they do. Yeah. They're, they're this group right here that makes the videos. Right. So, well, yeah, no, that's pretty much how that, that process goes there. Dude, that's pretty cool. So at Lincoln, um, what is the mariachi called? At Lincoln, the mariachi, I call them mariachi los bravos because we're the braves. braves. Yeah, right. Um, so I call them mariachi los bravos. Uh, and and I like view the mariachi los caciques, which cacique means uh, chief. Chief, uh, yeah. uh-huh. I know a lot of people say cacique isn't that the the, the milk or the, the, the crema, the crema, the yeah. crema for yeah. the, the tapatios. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's called caciques. That's what they're. And then I, you chief, know, we're yeah. just like ah, we'll look. I'll look it up. And yeah, it means it means it chief. chief. Yeah. So you know, at Lakeview we're the Lakeview chief. So and that that caciques. worked out for us there. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's, yeah. I liked it. So how many students do you have right now at Lincoln? 
At uh, Lincoln right now, I have, um, let's see, uh, I have about 120. So at Lincoln, I have about 120 students, and then at Lakeview, I have an, about 40. So it goes from uh, what grades again? Did you, um, like six, sixth to eighth grade at Lincoln, and wow. then ninth through 12th grade at, at Lakeview. Wow. So they've already kind of already have, by the time they're a senior, they already have like seven, eight years of experience of, yeah. of playing music. No, no, yeah, they do. And, and you know, that's where you get the most of those students in there are, are yeah. seniors and juniors. So they have their experience. And uh, it's fun, you know. Uh, of course, my goal, my next goal is to try to get somebody to help me, you know, to get an assistant director yeah. so I, yeah. I can even be more effective. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know if you guys know, but the in the Valley and, and South Texas, man, the mariachis are like, that's king. I mean, like football is here, yeah. mariachi is over there. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really cool. But, you know, a program like mine over there, they probably have like four directors, man. Wow. And so there's four. And so, you know, I'm competing against those guys. And, you know, there's not really, I'm not going to be able to compete much because it's me by myself. You know, yeah. there's only so much I can do. Um, but, you know, that's where I'm heading. That's my that's my next step is to try to get another another director to help me yeah. uh, find somebody to, to come and help yeah. me out with the music. You can get your brother to help you out, huh? Man, it'd be awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be really, no, that'd be that's awesome. awesome. So you had one big name that kind of graduated, I guess, uh, last year. I think, was it uh, was it Anthony Robles or was it two oh, years yeah. ago? No, no, uh, he, um, Anthony Robles was a fresh, he's, uh, he's a sophomore this year. Oh, okay. But uh, Anthony is, uh, we, uh, about five, four years ago, about four year, years ago, I got a, I started in connecting with a guy named Mario Castillo, who yeah. is uh, a resident of, he, he lived here in San Angelo, but he, now he's in Washington, D.C. And so this guy has a lot, you know, he has a lot of connections and, uh, and all these things that he's he's willing to help us with. And so, you know, uh, I've been working with him and he's he's gotten my students up to Washington, D.C. to go do an internship with at a museum, at a big museum up there. And so he's been very, very uh, active with the with the mariachi program, and uh, and so we had this. He had this idea of one time I was there at his house in Washington D.C. And by the way, he lives two two houses down from Barack Obama. Oh, um, he lives about so, three uh, houses behind uh, Ivanka Trump and oh, okay, okay. and all these. <laughs> and uh, you know, so he lives it's in that. for Donald Trump. I forget what the, yeah, <laughs> you know, he lives in the area where all the governors and all that okay. live. Okay, yeah. um, and he was he was in he was in politics as well. Whenever in the seventies with Ronald Reagan and stuff like that. Awesome. Um, so, but. He he, he got us connected a lot with a lot of uh, connections in there. And, and so uh, he came up with the idea that what it, it would be awesome to have one of my students go to a really elite school there yes. in Washington, D.C., yes. St. Albans. And, uh, you know, of, of course, man, to me, uh, you know, we come from this, from a small town. And so those visions to me are, are no, he just, he they're was just telling me. Yeah, they're, they're very high ex- yeah. expectations, you know. Uh, but you know, I, I never turn him down, and I think that's you know he knows that I, I work, I work. What if he says something? Let's we'll make it happen somehow. Yeah. yeah. And so we started working together, and sure enough, man, this last this year, the Anthony ended up being accepted to the school, and then they gave him a scholarship to go. Wow. And uh, I mean, the school is expensive, man. I think it's like eighty thousand dollars a year. Really? Like that to wow. go. Is it is it music or is no? He, it's is just he going for academics. Academics. Okay. All right. And uh, it's a really expensive school, and uh, you know he he's got the he got the funding um, and everything to go, and so. I mean, um, I, it was funny because I got to meet with them in, in uh, October. I went down to Washington D.C. to do a project for Cesar Chavez. Uh, they're doing a, you know, just a remembrance for Cesar oh, Chavez. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He was telling me about one of his friends that he was I forget what his name is, and he, he said that his friend's last name was uh, Marriott, and that his grandpa was the, the owner of all the Marriotts, Marriotts in the world. Wow. And I was like, man, so he's this kid right now is getting connections that are going to be extremely useful when he grows up. Right. He's already in that circle. Yep. And, you, you know, unfortunately, it's all about who you know at times. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so hopefully when he grows up and he graduates, I mean, he's already set up to go into an elite, um, you know, an Ivy League school, school. hopefully. And then from there, you know, he can pretty much do whatever he wants. Dude, that's, that's, cool. that's so way this, cool. So this student um, was a, a mariachi player? Also? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Anthony Rollins, he played the trumpet. He played the trumpet. He was a, he played trumpet last year as a freshman. Wow. And he would have been playing this year as a sophomore, but, you know, he's up there now. And he's yeah. still playing a little bit. He, he plays every once in a while. But I think they have a jazz band, and he's, he's doing that. He's doing so. that. Wow, but, that's uh, what's up. It's tough, man, because he's a young kid, you know, yeah, at, yeah. as a 10th is, grader. Is, does he have family going yeah. with him? No, no, he's by himself. Oh, oh wow. my goodness. So like he's going to It's like a, yeah, what, like what is it called? A performing arts school. Performing arts, yeah. That's yeah, where, like, wow. Tupac and everybody went, man. <laughs> tough, man. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. You, you'd be surprised. I well, like Lady Gaga went to a performing all, arts all school these, and everything We think they're all, I mean... Pop came from the hood, but I mean, but a lot of these people go to performing arts schools that yeah. they won't tell you that. Yeah. yeah, but they're smart motherfuckers. Chingo Bling did the same thing, bro. Oh wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. So that's pretty cool. It's the smart motherfuckers. So, what's one of the uh, I guess stigmas that go along with being a mariachi person? Because you know we all want to promote mariachi in San Angelo, but what's one of the roadblocks or barriers that you seem to find sometimes here in San Angelo? Well, you know, I think first of all, um, you know, I, I think a lot of times mariachi music is often seen as uh, a music for drunken people, which is not, it's not necessarily not, not true. Wrong. Yeah. They're not wrong. They're wrong with it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll I make you cry. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, there is. I was a, in my feels today. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of cultural meaning to it, and uh, you know, I, I think it's important that that people understand that mariachi music is just not. It's not just that. It's it can be. Use in an educational way, just like band or orchestra or anything else, you know, anything else that has to do with uh, with any kind of discipline, you know, whether yeah. it's art, whether it's painting. Um, and that's something that we we're trying to change. That I want to try to, that's what one of my goals is to make the community aware that mariachi music is, is wholesome. Yeah. It's not just a shallow music that, that you know, you play whenever you're drunk. Um, it had, there's a lot of emotional background that goes to it, you know, a lot of hurt. Yes. And a lot, it tells a lot. All, all of these are stories. Just stories, know? yeah. They're beautiful stories that come from Mexico. And, and a lot of this music is, is of the folk people, of the country people. Uh-huh. And so it's, uh, it's important that they understand that this music is important to the Mexican culture because it tells the, about the Mexican culture. And, uh, and you know, that's, that's what we want to try to get away from is that mariachi music is just this. Um, you know, what a bunch of fat people playing, you know, <laughs> <laughs> drinking tequila or something. Gritando, right? Which ain't, you know, that sometimes that that's also not not false, but not uh, right. but yeah. you know, there's there is a lot more meaning to it, and it can be used educationally if if it's done correctly. Correctly, yeah. Um, and so that's that's my job with my students is to teach them, and I teach them about the culture. I teach them about where the instruments come from. I teach them about oh, wow, okay. the music, the regions. Yeah. Um, you know, if we're playing La Bamba, La Bamba's from Veracruz, so they yeah. know that La Bamba's from the the uh, the coast, region, yeah. the coast, and it's mm-hmm. a coastal music. And if they're playing um, uh, El Son de la Negra, which is one of the biggest mariachi music that's from Jalisco, that's where mariachi comes from. Um, you know, all these different things. Wapangos are from Hidalgo and from the Huasteca, which yeah. are those coast, also coastal states of Mexico. So it's really important that they understand that, that all this means. And, of course, we talk about, you know, we talk about Javier Solis. We talk about Pedro Infante, Jorge uh, Negrete. Yeah. We, we do, uh, every year in the beginning of school, you would do a project where everybody gets randomly assigned a, an artist. And they have to do a little, you know, a little research project on it. So that way they learn about the, the artist and the mariachi and the Got music. It. And so, you know, that way they take that with them. And um, that's one thing I noticed is that a lot of my kids weren't really understanding 
some of the artists and they didn't know who they were. So yeah. it was my job to to kind of help them educate understand, them. educate yeah. them. And then they would do a presentation for the class so that way the whole class could see. But you know, it's a it's a man. There's a lot of culture, man. There's a lot of culture in mariachi music. Is it a hard sell to um, other people? Well. Um, yeah, it, it is. It is sometimes because, um, just like I said, sometimes mariachi. Of course, my students. It's. It's. Think about this. You know, I. I think about myself in seventh grade. If I was and came from a different family, you. You have to sing in Spanish, and sometimes, unfortunately, Spanish is is frowned upon. Yeah. yeah. And so, so you have to sing in Spanish, and you have to. Um, you have to. You wear a mariachi that the uh, uh, traje de charro. Yeah. And so sometimes those things, you know, kids may not think. Oh, I don't know, but. Um, but yeah, no, sometimes it is. But most of the time, like I, t- like I was mentioning to you earlier, um, ever since the movie Coco came out, yeah, and it's been you know they represented mariachi fairly accurate and really well the music and the culture. So that's been a, that's brought a lot of upbringing to the to the music. So, so. that's kind of helped out the movie yeah, here yeah, in San Angelo. Yeah, the movie has helped out here, man, everywhere. And uh, wow, it's, and uh, it's a really cool cool to see that happening with the students. Now, does like whenever you get most of these students like from fifth grade, and I, I know my kids, and we talk about our kids not knowing Spanish growing up, and mm-hmm. and actually knowing Spanish, but kind of knowing bits and pieces. Do do every single one of your students know Spanish coming into the fifth grade, and then once yeah. you get them into the mariachi, do they do they learn more? And that's the funny you say that. Actually, I would say the majority of my students don't know Spanish. Yeah, I have some students that come that are come from Mexican families that know uh-huh. Spanish very well. But the majority of my students don't know Spanish, so whenever we learn a song, uh, like we learned uh, we, on this video, we played uh, Cirito Lindo, which yeah. is a really popular song, right? Right. But, you know, I had to, we, ha- we break it down, the words, and we translate it, and we, what does this mean? What is it talking about? Because it, that's so important when they're singing, because they're, then they're able to communicate that to the audience. Right. You know? If it's about love, or it's about hurt, if it's about anger, happiness, you know, they have to know what the words are saying. So that way they can express it. Yeah. Like I, I've noticed uh, whenever I was um, looking at some stuff, like from from uh, one of the kids that I guess that started in Lincoln, what the one, he's actually singing Salito Lindo. Uh-huh. And uh, he's he's a really thin kid. I don't know his name. <laughs> and I couldn't do enough research to find him out. But anyways, man, from that age, I mean, he's already like posing and he's using his hands. I mean, he's not just singing the song. I mean, he's actually in it. And that's kind of... One of the things I've noticed, look, so whenever you go into the next video, the one that you released out two weeks ago, yeah. uh, those those girls, man, they're they're in the music. You know, they're not they're like I said, they're doing their posing. Their yeah, their yeah. hands are all over the place, and so um, that to me was like I was like, wow, that that's impressive. Yeah, you know, no, they're no, just not singing the song. And it, yeah, like you said, it's important. It's important for them to be able to know what they're singing. You know. Because, uh, you know, Me Gustas Mucho is about a girl, you know, just kind of telling a guy that, you know, it's it's kind of being pretty bold for a girl, you know, because yeah, right. the guys are the ones. But, you know, so I, I told her, you have to act it out. And then Cucurucucu Paloma is a standard of mariachi yeah. music. Yeah. Beautiful song, man. Yeah, and that's like a long song. It is. And she's... she's got uh, chops, what's her man. name? Her name is Jesse Martinez. Jesse Martinez. Shout out to Jesse Martinez on this one. Because, I mean, that's <laughs> she... a long... That's a, that's about a five-minute song. It really is, and, man. Uh, and whenever I was uh, watching the videos, man, I, on both of them, what's the little Chap- Chaparra's name? Um, Alani. Alani, man, her too. Both of them. I was just yeah. all like, I, I told, I told these guys, like, man, you guys gotta look at this video, uh, because I mean, I was like really impressed with both of them. Uh, yeah, no, they they did great, man. I'm really proud of them. And then that that second song, Cucurucu Paloma, I mean, that's a hard song for any yeah, singer because exactly. it has the falsetes and the, yeah. Yeah. the voice changes. Yeah. And uh, but she, you know, when we're recording and we're doing the mix. I mean, she worked really hard, man. I mean, she did it probably. You could tell. We we probably recorded that with her voice 
I would say a total of like 10 or 15 times, wow. man. Because she was, and it was cool to see that because she was not happy with her performance. Right, she yeah. wanted to do it better and better and better. And I was like, you know, of course, I, I get tired. I'm like, because we have the headphones on the whole yeah. time. Like, but, you know, I, I, I stick it out for them because if yeah. they're willing to put in the work, then I'm going to be willing right, to put in the work yeah. too. So, you know, it was really cool. And, of course, I mean, they, they, they put out a great product, and I'm, I'm really proud of them. So Yeah. Like, uh, whenever I was, uh, whenever she was singing La Llorona also, she sang. Yeah, she sang, sang Yeah, she sang it also. And I was like, man, golly. And we were, we were actually just messaging each other and stuff like that about La Llorona, the song. And, and she did a really good job on that one, too. And I was just like, oh, my God. Uh, one of the ones I wanted to talk about was Bilen. Hernandez? Oh no, she graduated this past year. Okay. They, yeah, she right. graduated. But she was another. She was like one of those. One of those. Uh, I guess started from the bottom, and she yeah. kind of rose to the top too, huh? Yeah. No, she she started. Um, um, I think her some of her. I think her parents are from Mexico as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but her family's from Mexico, and so she started. You know, she's been playing trumpet already for. She had been playing already for a couple of years before she even got to middle school. Uh huh. And she's been playing mariachi ever since. Um. Well, yeah, no, she's she's. I mean, she's a power vocalist as well. Yeah. She's got a great vocalist, a great trumpet player, and uh, and she also, you know, she had some opportunities through Mario Castillo. We were able to do some. Uh, she got some some stuff at Amherst College. She got wow. to go to Amherst, Amherst. And, and, wow. and be there for for a summer um, intern uh, internship kind of thing, internship. and uh, and so she got to experience that, and it was it was awesome. And then she and again, she got she got selected out of a lot of students. Um, she had to write an essay to to be approved for the funding. And she beat a lot of kids out, man. Wow. And so I was really proud of her for that. And she got to, she's gotten to experience a lot of cool stuff that maybe yeah. she would have never been able to do was if it weren't for mariachi. I'm sorry about that. Was, was she part of your class also? Like yes. you, you were, you actually, you know, taught her and all that good stuff. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, she's been playing trumpet already even before she got to me. But I would just help them with the style. Uh huh. And uh, but she started with me whenever she was in seventh grade. So I've had her since seventh grade all the way through senior senior got year. Got it. So, um, but no, she's she's a great great student, man. Hard worker. And uh, very talented, very talented. Yeah, so good deal. Tell me about the culture diversity within your um, your groups, into your mariachi groups. Yeah, you know, and, uh, a lot of times we we t- we think about mariachi, you know, uh, you know, obviously we think about Mexico, you know, Mexicans, and and uh, one of the things that I I try to do, especially when I go recruit, you know, and and I make it a point to make this important. I say, you know, you don't have to be a Mexican to play mariachi music, just like I don't have to be um, I don't have to be German to play something from Bach or Beethoven. You know, yeah. they, those guys, their music is a universal music. You know, I don't have to be African American to play jazz music or yeah. something like that. I tell them, you know, mariachi is the same way. If you want to learn to play, if you want to experience what it is, you know, everybody can play. You know, music is universal. There's no, there's no, there's no race in music. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just music, you know. Yeah. And uh, and it's really cool because I've had students of different ethnicities come in, and and you know, I have white students, I have students African American, and I mean, and they, I teach them how to say the words correctly because I tell them, you know, every time we have a concert, there's gonna be, I tell them, there's gonna be at least, we've had at least. 500 people show up to our concerts every time we have concerts. Said, Most of those people are going to be Mexican, and you're going to need to be... You don't want to sell them. It's like you're selling them something that's cheap, you know. Yeah. They, they want a real. They want the real stuff. They don't, they don't want you to sound, you know, Tejano, or they don't want you to sound uh, right. American. Yeah. And so we work on their, their diction, how to say the words properly. I mean, and I want them to sound, like, authentic from Mexico yeah. when they sing. Gotta and that's really R's. important. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. those R's. <laughs> And it's tough, man. Some it of these kids so. get frustrated, but you know, they, at the end of the day, they they understand that that's it's that important for for them to yeah. for me to be able to to present something authentic. I think it goes back to the um, more of a the quality of what you're teaching. You know, it's just not just out. You're just not teaching. You Correct. know, you're not just not teaching them to, to play mariachi. It's more of a, the work ethic that goes into it. So any little detail 
goes into making a perfect project right or you know you know yeah, and just not to learn about notes it's yeah. about learning about the culture and everything and then like you For said sure. earlier that it, that just can transition to anything else they do after Correct. you know when they go to college or you know in their career field they choose yeah and I, and I, I like I, I want them to always appreciate that so whenever they grow up and you know I'm I'm long I'm not there anymore. Then they still support it. You know, yeah. as they grow up, I was in mariachi, and they tell their kids, and hopefully their kids give it a shot. You know, yeah. and so that keeps it going, and and they also become more culturally aware of Mexican culture yeah. and what it means to to be a, a Mexican and to and the how beautiful the culture is, man. Because we we've, we've done the concerts with the Ballet Folklorico as well, yeah. And the mariachi and the Ballet Folklorico, I mean, I mean, it's it's amazing, man. Yeah. There's nothing like that. It's just uh, it's a beautiful thing to see. And, uh, you know, it's just, it makes you very proud when you see that, you know, of, of who you are and where we come from. And, and, you know, it's just, it's just really cool for the kids to experience that as well. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, you're very proud of your um, program, your organization that you're working with and working on and continuing to build, um, there, uh, at Lakeview and hopefully you give can more spread funding. to something else. S-A-I-S-D, give them more funding. Yeah. yeah. There, more <laughs> there you go, man. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Where, where do y'all get y'all's uniforms from? Because, I mean, uh, everything's, like, personal. It seems like everything's, like, personalized, even from the handkerchiefs to now the mask. I mean, now you guys got the mask. But everything, like, is, like, real pretty. I mean, everything seems like yeah. real higher-end stuff. It, it is, man. Uh, each one of those uniforms the kids are wearing is probably worth about $800. Wow. So um, the uniform itself, um, the hat itself costs about 250 bucks. Wow. The sombrero. Because yeah. those are, you know, yeah. they're, they're not what you go get in La Cunha at the flea market. <laughs> at the flea market. At, uh, at Market <laughs> Square. At Market Square. You can't get yeah. it at Market Square. <laughs> yeah, no, no. These are actual high, pretty good quality they're sombreros. They're made in China. <laughs> they're made in China. Hecho in Mexico. You know, the, the sombreros are expensive. And then, like I said, the trajes, I mean, they're they're pers- they're they're made to what customize yeah. what we want. They're tailored. Um, and so, you know, the kids get sized. And uh, we usually go with, through a guy that's in, in South Texas in the Valley. And uh, and they we have to have that a middle a middleman because obviously they go to Mexico to get them right, made. Yeah. So we give them the design that we want. It has to have an LV and this and that. Yeah. And then they go to Mexico and they get them made. And then you know we damn bring we should let me know. I know I let got my connection. Chinese. <laughs> I got my Chinese. Uh, <laughs> sure does. My primos out there in China <laughs> making it for like twenty bucks. Twenty well, bucks uh, piece. I know, but I was like really hoping. <laughs> I was like really sizing up all the kids. Like whenever I was watching the videos, I was like, man, maybe one of them dropped out. They don't yeah. want their uniform no more. Maybe I can wear one <laughs> uh, on the one. That's, that, how, uh, that's how that's how good they look. They all yeah, look sharp. They do look sharp. On the ones that Chino can get, just don't pull the thread. It's gonna go all over the place. That's so, how funny. many different instruments are um, do you teach in, in uh, the, a typical mariachi? So, um, like I would teach them the violin. We teach the violin. I teach the guitar, and uh, the vihuela, the guitarron, um, the trumpet. And then um, I'm also actually this year I have a student learning the harp. And so oh, we're, we're gonna that's try a, that's, a, that. that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So the, you know, there's a lot of harp and mariachi music yeah. nowadays. So he's starting as a sixth grader. So hopefully in the years to come, you guys will see him on there playing wow. the harp. Yeah, that'll be good to and see. And the harp sounds nice, man. Oh, when you yeah. play the yeah. harp, and with the mariachi, it just gives it so much more flavor. But, but yeah, no. So we we teach. And like I said, man, I, I'm not really. It's, you don't have to be an expert at each instrument, but uh, you know, I have to just be able to present it and be able to teach right. them how to hold it. And that's what I, my, I tell my students that, you know, I'm not, uh, my main instrument is a trumpet. So that's what I feel the most comfortable with. But my, my goal is to teach them how to do the first fundamental things correctly. And then from there, I start guiding them. Okay, 
Now that you know how to do this, it's just like if I was teaching a guitar. All right, now you know how you know these scales. Listen to Jimi Hendrix or listen to yeah. uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and learn some of these riffs. And so yeah. now you know, but that's on their own. You know, you right. can't. I can't show them that because I can't play that good. But they can go out and learn. They have the tools to go out there and learn. Right. Yeah. So you know, that's my job mainly for my students is to teach them the beginning, and then after that, we just start teaching them about mariachi music in general, the style, whether it's fast, whether it needs to be short, long, or you know, soft or, or loud. So you know that's uh, that's kind of how that that goes there. So now now that you're getting a lot of funding, I mean, or not a lot, I'm sure, right? But just a, <laughs> a little bit more funding than um, a typical program. Uh, what what are your ultimate goals for uh, your your program? Well, you know, it's funny it's funny you say that because man, my my goal right now is to in the next years I, I want to. I want to have our own space. Yeah. Um, right now, we share rooms with with the band and the orchestra because, of course, when they built Lakeview, they didn't build a mariachi yeah, room because yeah. there was no mariachi. So, uh, you know, we share rooms. So, uh, I, I, going down, you know, going to the valley and going to the Metroplex in Dallas and San Antonio, man, these mariachi programs they have their own band hall, really. Wow. And inside that band hall, they have a room where they where they uh, where they rehearse, and then they have these small rooms. Where they have studios, man. They have like microphones yeah. and they record. And so, you know, that's my goal is to be able to hopefully one day ask for that here at SISD and get the funding for that. I mean, it, it'll be a lot, it'll be a big expense. It'll probably have to be in one of those bills they they pass yeah. for yeah. for school a bonding but, or something. A bond, a bond, yeah. Yeah. But uh, but you know, that's my goal is to be able to have something that we call our own and and be able to go in there and uh, have all the tools that we need, man. Because you know, a lot of times we're behind right now with the, against schools like I was telling you from the Valley. I mean, those guys have everything. And yeah. it's like they're racing in, in Ferraris and we're over here on the, in you know. Forts. Yeah, and over here. <laughs> hey, there ain't nothing wrong with that. man. Hey, hey, I, I got a, a back of the house studio that you can rent out. Rent out. Rent this out real quick. <laughs> so, no, that, that's that's my goal, man, is to have our own space, our own place to, to put our uniforms, you know, because everything yeah. is crammed right now. But, I mean, that, the, everything, is, of course, it takes time and. And I, you know, I've been building the program so I can, whenever that time comes, I say, look, this is everything that we've done for the community. Yes. This yeah. is these are this is what I've done for the students. The students have done this. We we deserve it, man. You know yeah. what I mean? We we need to have it because we've done we've done in the you know we've done the work. And um, I'm hoping that at that time they they say you know oh you know you're right let's go ahead and put that into the bond or just do this. Uh, but you know well, who knows because yeah. it's it's tough you know doing that too because you know there was the last bond they tried to pass it didn't pass yeah because yeah, there was yes. a lot of you know rejection but I don't know maybe I can get all the Mexicanos behind I know me well that's the yeah, thing that's, it's the yeah. education behind them yeah. why is the bond passing because every now and then we want to say you know people that pay the taxes you know well where is it going to and they don't really specify you know where is it going or how is it going to benefit they just say oh it's for the good of the community it's good for schools you yeah. know. It's like we don't deserve an explanation and maybe a breakdown of something. So I think it's more of education on where that money is going to go to rather than just, hey, just pass it because it's it's a school. Why? How are you going to say no to kids? Well, yeah, you know, I, I understand. Yeah, for sure, man. And, you know, that's why I, I like I said, I, I, you know, just trying to get, get out to the community and let them know what we're doing and what we need. Yeah. Know? And I think uh, and that's going to be my goal for the next, that's going to be my next big thing, man, is trying to push for that in the near future and see what they tell me, man. So how did um how did COVID-19 change for you 2020 mariachi, as yeah. far as mariachi? Yeah, man, it, it was uh, it was tough. It was tough because, uh, you know, mariachi is hands-on, man. It's just yeah. like athletics. You, I mean, when you play, how are you going to, you know, I know the coaches, I mean, I, I shout out to the coaches, man. They were making exercise videos and stuff like that for the kids. Yeah. 
And I was making videos. I started off the first two weeks of, of uh, the first month of COVID. I was making YouTube videos, and yeah. I, I didn't. It was the first time me making videos. I was using a what is a iMovie or something yeah, on yeah, Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I didn't realize how how long it takes, yeah, man. It takes, it takes me, just for a few minutes, right? Just for, <laughs> for like a few thirty minutes. minutes. So I I did a couple of I did several videos, man. I probably did like twenty videos, and and then. Uh, and then I had like maybe four or five kids sign in to look at the video. And I'm like, man, I ain't doing these videos anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so then I just started doing like, you know, regular. It was tough, man, because the kids too, you know, the kid, the parents aren't there. They're not there to, to push them to do the right. work. Yeah. Um, and so it, it was it was tough on both ends. For It was it was pretty stressful for, for all of us. But, uh, but you know, I, I think, um, you know, we were able to make a video. I, I think it's on there uh, where we did like a video collage where all my students are in little squares. Mm. I didn't and they, see that. they did that from, from home. And uh, it was tough to put it together, but I did all the, the editing and mixing on that one as well mm-hmm. and uh but yeah no no definitely uh i, I wish it would, things were back to normal even with the with the mask it's tough man yeah it's oh, yeah you can't i can't we when school we have them yeah. yeah and we sing and, and when we sing we have them t- take it down just a little bit and then put it back on but but you know it, it's it's uh it's, changed it's just everything. not ideal man. yeah yeah and how about the um like the presentations and things like that how how yeah. has that uh, impacted it? It's impacted us a lot, man. Because, like I was telling you, usually when we have concerts at Lakeview, we have about uh, this last the last concert we had, which was last December, because we didn't get to have one this past spring. Uh, we had about seven hundred people show up, man, wow. to our concert. It was awesome, and it was packed. Uh, and we do we do fundraisers. We sell uh, yeah. nachos, and we sell you know chicles, chicles, whatever you want. <laughs> and we make money, man. You yeah, know? <laughs> we sell hot dogs, chicles, yeah. that, Maybe that's hey, what we need. We need that one shoe. little kid. <laughs> Just walk up and down with no shoes. <laughs> Like we mess go now. <laughs> it's like a dollar. <laughs> it's a great idea. Like what? Carretilla. Chicles. Chicles. Paletas. Paletas. Yeah. No, but uh, whenever you guys hold these concerts and you're able to do all that extra stuff, I'm that yeah, helpful. Man. Do you guys even do shirts and stuff like that? Yeah. Um. You know, we usually at the concerts we have a, sh- a table with shirts set up and we sell them and we sell, like I said, we sell hot dogs. One year we even did a raffle. I think we're not supposed to be raffling stuff in school, but we yeah, yeah, we did so. one. I had told them, I told the parents to do it and not to get me yeah, involved get in anything. Yeah. And so they did And we raised We raised a good amount of money man Because we are going to go to Disney World And yeah. uh, this past May We already had everything booked We are already on our final payment In March oh, So we had to pay the last it. one And they cancelled it Yeah they shut down And uh, they were going to move it They moved it first Because uh, they started communicating with me In March of course And saying hey well COVID is here um, You know we're going to push it to July And I was yeah. like okay But then eventually they uh, The school the school ended up saying you know, No trips for nobody And so you know We already had paid Probably around I mean, I want to say probably around fifty thousand dollars because I was gonna take like forty five kids. Yeah, wow. Forty five kids and parents, and uh, each each parent each trip was fifteen hundred bucks. You know, for yeah. a kid and a, and the parents had to pay their own way too. Yeah. And so we did lose a little bit of money uh, because of the deposits and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, so, uh, But you know, uh, it, it was it was tough. It was tough, especially for my seniors that didn't get to go on their trip. And so right Next now year. we're talking about Next it. Year. No. I know we're talking about it right now. I don't know how if things are going to change. I doubt yeah. it. They're open right now, but think, we'll see. I mean, I think the district is really strict about it. Oh right? yeah, yeah. School. Yeah. I don't know if they'll they'll let us. If they oh, do, we'll yeah. probably go. We'll probably yeah, go. Yeah. At least you got a new truck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> kept that money, huh? Yeah. I don't know what you I know. Would, I don't know. That was, uh, hey, yeah. you had to spend it, right? <laughs> yeah. you they got to give it back. What I got that new Raptor right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a Raptor. Let me, let me show you this Raptor right quick. <laughs> oh, man. It's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be somebody out there. Hey, man, Mr. Ramos, you got yeah. it. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Don't worry shit. about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, was there any, like, uh, so, like, whenever you go into, like, picking out the songs, do you go out and pick the songs in the beginning of the year, or do you guys just kind of go, as the year go, do you guys? pick songs well usually what i try to do is i try to have some standards you know there's a lot of standard music that mariachis need to know you know um 
El Rey. Yeah. Volverde, the one I sing right yeah. now. We, we, Hermoso Cariño. Vicente Fernandez songs, man. That's yeah. mariachi standards. Yeah, that's like 101. Yeah, you know. So we, we try to nice. knock those out. And then uh, we do like Cucurucu. That's a little more advanced, a little more difficult song to play. So we, we do those. But for a competition, which we're getting ready for right now, we usually, um, I pick a theme. And so our theme this year is going to be fed, uh, Flores, like a Feria de las Flores. So there's a song called La Feria de las Flores that we're going to do. And it's going to feature songs that are for, uh, flowers. So one of the songs is La, uh, La Feria de las Flores is one song. The other song is a, is a beautiful bolero song called Flor de Asal. Uh, by Theo Los Panchos and then the, the the last song that we're gonna play is called El Suchil, which is a merry-go-round in Mexico. Mm. Um, and so we we try to theme it around that. And so we I have an arranger. A shout out to Mr. Ezra Ramirez, who is a, an amazing musician, man. Um, Ezra is, he's a he he helps me a lot at school. He's a he's a VIP, um, you know, oh, volunteer yeah. in public yeah. school. And uh, he goes out there and he spends a lot of time with the students, helping wow. them uh, for free. And he, I wish I could pay him, and yeah. I and I did for a while. But you know, the funding, man, we ain't, we ain't got yeah. money. Yeah. But he's he's that he's that passionate about the music that he goes out there and uh, and he arranges all music man he does all the arrangements for wow. the music i pay him for for that to to do the arrangements um and then we we play and we go so we kind of have our own music that we we have arranged for the students yeah and um and so we play that at competition and then and uh they rate us at the competition they give us a, a, a rating and then from there you know we usually we usually do okay we've never gotten a one which is a one is a it's the it's the highest you can get at the state contest we've gotten up to a two um but even the two, man, there's like 80, 80 high schools that go to the contest, the yeah. state contest, and there's probably like 10 schools that get a one. Yeah. And there's probably like maybe 20, 25 schools that get a two, and then everybody yeah. else gets threes, fours, and fives. Oh, wow. yeah. Th- those competitions get really, uh, really competitive because yeah. I've been yeah. to my niece. Um, she gets, she went to high school in San Antonio, uh-huh. and they're a really big band, and it was a, it's called a, a Lady Bird Johnson High School, and it was like one of the best best bands in Texas. They would always wow. go to Indianapolis for nationals. Oh yeah, and yeah. They, I think they won it maybe a couple of times. And, but it, it's not like San Angelo Central Band. It's like they have everything. Like they yeah. have colors. They have floats whenever they're going through the, on the band field and on the uh, football field. Yeah, they're running around with floats, flags. I mean, costumes. It's and a whole it's just, show, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. whole yeah. show. Like people go to see them. And then the football game breaks out, you know. So it's just—it's kind of yeah. like that. But yeah, it's—I'm um, sure you are. It's probably going to be—could be the same with mariachi. Yeah, no, yeah. and it really is, man. It's a whole production. Uh, you know, like if you watch these students when they perform. Uh, I mean, whenever we get ready for competition, I mean, it goes down to the T, man. Like at this, I, I have to. We tell the—I tell the kids, me and Mr. Ramirez, we're like, you know, at this time you're going to walk up to the front mic, you go to the back. You know, at this time you come up too, and then you know it's it's a whole coordination just putting on a show. Yeah, uh, and it has to be like that, man, because that's what those schools are doing. And if you want to get a high rating, you got to go out there and yeah. show off, yep. man. Yeah. You got to do it. And so you know, we we have to co- we coordinate. It takes a lot of time, and um and you know, every time before we go to contest, I mean, the two weeks before, man, we we meet every day Monday through Thursday. And we meet from like you know five thirty to eight o'clock at night. I mean, we, every day, I mean, hours and hours of practice. And the, it, the kids, I mean, they get tired, but they, like I said, they understand that it takes it takes work, man. If they want to sound good, they're gonna have to put in the work, man. What you need is someone jumping with that rope, doing those ropes, and going through them <laughs> oh, damn, while you're there yeah, singing, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what you. That's the that's like the side show. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, somebody's got a horse There's out there. There's a guy there. over there at Hindi's. Yeah, I know that dude. Yeah, I know that neon rope's name, but yeah. 
I know him personally, so it was kind of random. <laughs> Whenever I saw him do that, I was like, it was kind of random. <laughs> yeah, you're like, hey, what are you, what? what? <laughs> oh, okay. okay. No, man. But he's pretty good at it. So. Yeah, he really is. I've seen him do it at the Christmas set. Yeah, there's a you have to enter as a traditional mariachi, which will be something that's traditional. And then there's an experimental mariachi. And I, I've never knocked out the idea that maybe one year I'm going to say, you know what, let's get a let's get a tuba in here. Let's get an accordion and let's yeah. do something like completely different. Ooh, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. a group in uh, Los Angeles and I can't I can't remember their name, but they do heavy metal music. Mariachi style Is it Metalachi? Yeah. Metalachi oh, Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Really That's cool man yes. yeah. I think they came to the Dead Horse At yeah, one they, point they, they, they had once Yeah They, they had did, once yeah. right I remember oh, that Oh yeah One of my friends that You know Because I play mariachi music it. myself uh, With a group Called Arma Mexicana I, I've played with them a couple of times, and yeah. one of the trumpet players there, he he went to go see that show, and he yeah. said it was it's cool, man. And I've seen YouTube videos of yeah. it too. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, they they are really. I've in my personal time, I kind of look at a lot of mariachi music and look at different styles. Yeah, yeah. Like there's just so much out there right now. You know, there's like that hard rock, and then now there's uh, like like mainstream uh, rock and roll music, and then they turn that also yeah. into <laughs> mariachi <laughs> music. So it's it's different. It's pretty versatile, man. We can do a lot of things, you know. But with mariachi, you can do. Corridos, you can do, uh, yeah. you know, anything really, you know, anything that you want to do, and and that's what people want. I mean, if if you, me playing in a professional, semi-professional mariachi, I mean, we got to be ready to play anything, you know, because yeah. yeah. you go and you you're an entertainer, you got to be ready to play. I mean, if they ask for Selena, even though Selena is not a mariachi or a cumbia, you 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 go for it, you know, you do it, and somebody can sing it, you know, they know the song, so you just go for it, you know, you make it happen. But you know, I, I think that's a. Uh, it's really cool that mariachi can can be that versatile. So, what's yeah. the most requested song that you get? Probably, um, El Rey. La misma. El Rey. <laughs> El Rey. They do ask for that one a lot, man. Uh, Amor Eterno. Oh too. yeah. Beautiful song, especially. Yeah. You know that one. Uh, we're learning that one with my middle school kids right now, and, and it's it's a tough song, man. It's, it's, it talks about death and. Yeah. Uh, it's a really beautiful song, and I know that a lot of people right now are struggling with that. Um, but it's 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 really it's a really beautiful song. Amor eterno, hermoso cariño is another song they ask for a lot. Hermoso cariño, I like that song. That's a it's a good one, and uh, but you know that that mean those those Vicente Fernandez man. Yeah. Vicente Fernandez is just he's he's the king of mariachi right yeah. now. He's always yeah. yeah he's always gonna be. Well, yeah, he's always. You know, be. I heard something. I think I read something that he wasn't really that great when he first started. He was even pushed aside because at that time Pedro Infante. And Jorge Negrete and um, Javier Solis, those guys, yeah, yeah, those tres guys, right? They were they were big time, like whatever. And so he couldn't break through. But until they started dying, then then Mari- the mariachi needed a, a new, face, uh, a new face, a new someone to a new yeah. leader. And there he That's was. where Vicente Fernandez. Yeah, no, came no. Up. I mean, I don't doubt it. And he's, I mean, he's done a lot for the mariachi. Even even now, uh, seeing him, he just got a new record out. I That's think crazy. Los Ochentas, I think, because he's eighty now. Yeah. And uh, but he still sounds very similar. Yeah. Uh, his voice has gotten a lot deeper because obviously yeah. his younger years where he was playing able to hate sing pretty high. But I saw um, yesterday a video with um, said John Sebastian. Uh huh. And I guess because he passed away just recently, mm-hmm. within like two years ago. But I think he was on his final legs and he was with the horse and he didn't sound too good. Man, he was just yeah. kind of like yelling the words rather than singing the words, and it's like oh, it was hard to see see someone. As high as he's been, yeah, and then 
final years yeah. of his life. It just it's hard. I'm so sure hopefully, that's tough, man. yeah, hopefully that Vicente Fernandez will be like, you know what? I think my voice is done. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> think he, I think he'll be okay, man. He drinks a lot of tequila. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. He kills he's, it he's all. He's gonna be alive <laughs> for a while. There man. you yeah. go. There you go. Is there is there a song that you're just all like? That song again, <laughs> or like, I'm a, okay, no, uh, I'm gonna be honest. Rey. La misma is a great song, yeah, man. man. But one song, I'll be honest, and I, I know you may me find this, uh, you know, one of the songs that as a mariachi musician, when we go play, one song that we really kind of try to stay away la from is, a, is a Mariachi Loco. I don't know oh, if you yeah. guys heard it. I just heard it. I watched the Heartbreak Kid last night. Or, yeah, last night. First time ever, and they played that, like, oh, no, like, man, that song is all over my head. <laughs> yeah, like, so. No, and it, I mean, it, it's not a bad song, man, no, but yeah. it, it's just, uh, you know, it's it's a song that people should get up and dance, but, you know, they request it, and then we're just kind of, it's kind of awkward sometimes. Yeah. They're just kind of playing it, and nobody's, like, listening doing nothing. to it. Yeah, they're just kind of doing their <laughs> own yeah. thing. They ever ask you for the chicken dance? Oh, <laughs> I bet you that's another one. I think we, I think, you know, I'm going to be honest, I think we've played it, the, we've played it before for, like, little kids. It's not yeah, really yeah. that hard. Yeah. Um, and one of the most craziest thing is that one time we went to go, my brothers and I, we went to go play at, at uh, one of the, own, I guess they were an owner or a worker from the Love Shack. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and they wanted us yeah, to learn a, a Tupac a Tupac song, man. And we ended up learning a Tupac song of mariachi style. It, was a, it goes like da na 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 na. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so we played it, man. We yeah. played it. It was it was fun. My brother he Vicente, he did the yeah he did the rap and everything. And it, it's cool, man. Because you know we just have a good time. <laughs> but uh, but it was really interesting to have it. <laughs> wow. That's, that was <laughs> that was kind of one of my questions. I was like, man, there's got to be a song out there that that you just gotta hate playing. What about the mariachi scene outside of high school? What about it, you know, within the community here in San Angelo? Yeah, um, well, you know, there there is uh, the mariachi that I that I've, I play with every once in a while, mariachi mexicana, and um, they they well, ever since COVID, man, we haven't had many gigs, right? I mean, yeah. a handful of gigs this whole past year since COVID started, but but usually they they can get pretty busy too, man, yeah. and um, and and so mariachi here in the community, I'm hoping to change that in the future too, with more kids graduating and starting their own little groups. Yeah. Because uh, since there's not very much competition for mariachi, um, I mean we, we we can charge pretty much whatever we want. Yeah. If you go to San Antonio, there's a certain there's a set price because everybody's there's a lot of mariachis. Yeah, there's. A, <laughs> I mean, there's a, a lot Shout of mariachis that you can't. They were lucky. You know, there's so much. But here, man, we charge. You know, there's. I've been. I know that sometimes they charge five hundred dollars an hour, man. Yeah. And so, and that's a big full group. Um, but I'm hoping that in the future that we, we have more mariachi out there. That way people can enjoy more mariachi music. Do you know a guy named uh, Pancho? Pancho. Oh, yeah. Villalobos? Yeah, Villalobos. Yeah, yeah, man. Panchito. Frankie. Yeah. He's, he's, he was my best man at my wedding, man. Oh, see? Oh, no, he's, he's small my world. boy, man. Yeah. He's my small boy. Small world. I work with him, man. Pinche, you Panchito, the, yeah. Pancho, man. He's crazy. He's in, uh, he's in Dallas right now. Yeah. And yeah. uh, he's a mariachi too. He plays the trumpet. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I was wondering uh, if y'all. You... Yeah, no, he's my best friend, man. Hey. He's awesome. my boy. <laughs> That's awesome. Funny as hell. Hell yeah. So I mean, of course, there's only there's really just that one group here in San Angelo, yeah. right? And so, uh, man, I guess uh, they're really busy during uh, the yeah, any, any holidays. Yeah, holidays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, especially with, like you said, with COVID. Without COVID, hopefully, without COVID, man, we make we make some good money. Yeah, and, uh, it's good. It's a good, it's a good side hustle, man. Especially Bet. playing music, and uh, I just don't play mariachi. I've also played the, uh, I played with Funky Monkey uh, for a oh, time. So okay, yeah, with, okay. Uh, Tim Vasquez, and then uh, I played with Funky Monkey for a while, um, for about five years, four years, and then after that, um, I would play. They would, I get hired out in Odessa for a group similar to Funky Monkey, um, and they were paying really well, man. They'd pay me some good money to go to Odessa and play, just you know, reading music, yeah. playing the trumpet, so yeah. a little bit of jazz, a little bit of funk. 
But you know, it's always good to to have that side hustle, man. Yeah. Especially being a teacher, you know, yeah, making yeah, money. yeah, exactly. yeah. Now, is there like a mariachi that that you personally like? You're like, that's my guy. Like, yeah, well, I, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, my favorite mariachi is called Mariachi Los Camperos. Uh huh. And uh, they're from uh, they're from they they're they're stationed in L. A. And uh, I mean, they're they're awesome, and I love the way their trumpets sound. You know, I'm a trumpet player, so. Um, and they have some great music, man. And uh, I, I love them. I've, I haven't gotten to see them live, but uh, but that's one of my goals is to be able to see them. I've seen Mariachi Vargas de Tecalitan, which is one yeah, of the most popular. That's most popular. Yeah. yeah. Or Campanas de America. Campanas de America in San Antonio, yeah. And I've seen Mariachi sort of made. Uh, there's a lot of so, Mariachi groups. Yeah, there's. Yeah, like the Nuevo. Nuevo Tecalitlán. Yeah, that, yeah, that's man, like my those guys favorite are good, group. Yeah. Those guys are awesome. I haven't seen them, but I have seen some of the other mariachi groups at competitions. Uh huh. Um, and my students get to see them too. You know, the, yeah. the students. So it's really cool for them to see that. You know, that, that they're the way they're what they're playing at the highest level. Right. And uh, so you know, hopefully that motivates them to play better and stuff like that. But no, it, it's great, man, to see that to see those groups. I mean, they're amazing, man. Wow. They they've backed up everybody in the in the Mexican world and it's it's really cool, man. Um, one of my one of my biggest my favorite favorite experiences is uh, I was playing with a guy when I was eighteen, which is in two thousand and six. We got to go to Las Vegas and and play open up for a guy named uh, Jose Jose. Which oh yeah, Jose, Jose. He passed away yeah. like two yeah. years ago, yeah. and I, we got to meet him and everything, and it was it was really awesome, man. And uh, of course, he he doesn't have a voice anymore either. He he talks really raspy. Oh really? He lost his voice, but. Uh, but it was really cool, man, because he, he's he's considered often to be like the Frank Sinatra of Mexican music. Oh, wow. Yeah, so yeah, I guess. It was really he had blue cool. eyes? Freaking <laughs> 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 blue eyes. He said, he had caca brown eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's from Acapulco. Uh, so where do you see yourself in five years? Man, um, you know, like I was saying, I want to fin- I want to finish my master's degree for sure, and I want to start on my doctorate degree. There that you way, go. I can come up here and say that I have some yeah. degrees yeah, too. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to go to Paris like five yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not five times, three times. Okay, three. That's times. awesome, okay. man. Yeah. No, and you know, I just I want to I want to be able to teach at the collegiate level. That's my goal That's awesome, in man. life is to be able to go, go and you know leave somebody here in charge of of the program and everything that we have built, and then. Um, Go on to the collegiate level and try to do the same thing there. Do you find a mariachi in the collegiate level? Yeah, um, believe it or not, uh, with the uprising of mariachi here in Texas, yeah, uh, pretty much all universities have a mariachi. A and M has A and M is a beautiful one, man. Yeah. I like this guy. Shit. You can make whoop, man. Uh, they did a student section in the in the hall, man. It's uh, it's real nice sound, whatever. Yeah, that. but they yeah. did uh, the, the the symphonic version of their their fight song. The fight song they yeah. did in mariachi oh, wow. style. Man, oh yeah, I've seen it's that. It's amazing. It is really wow. nice, man. Yeah, yeah, and you know, Tech has a mariachi. Today. UT has a mariachi. Uh, the the biggest mariachi, the best mariachi programs that you'll find are going to be University of Texas in Rio Grande Valley in the mm-hmm. in the in yeah. South Texas. And then San Marcos State in oh, yeah. uh, and San yeah. Marcos. Huh. Texas, I mean, they State, have, yeah. Texas State. They have Texas State. They have an awesome mariachi group. Uh, um, and so San, a- San Antonio College has a, a, an awesome oh, mariachi. Wow. College, I didn't know that uh, mariachi wow. as well. But you know, uh, it's getting more and more, man. And hopefully, by the time I have my doctorate, there's more calling for that, and yes. I can get a job a little easier. I mean, it'd be awesome to be here at ASU, man. That, that's my. I want to be here. I, I, that's what I tell. You know, I, I want to stay here, but you know, I don't know if we're gonna be at that there at that point. Yeah. You know? So, but yeah. and I don't even mind teaching. Some kind of Latin music because I I love playing salsa music as well. Hey, so dude. having some kind of Latin music. Uh, hey, D works for Ace. You maybe back right. by then you tell him. I'm hey, just huh? a janitor there. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. But if you need something clean, I'm good. <laughs> that's what they. Bosses. That's what they use them for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Daniel. Can you go clean? They say, Do you have a master's? Like yeah. Okay. Puedo, you can clean. Señor, puedo limpiar los baños? Can you go cut the hedges? They said no. I can't even see outside. Cut the hedges, damn it. I'm sorry. 
Ir 
as much as you want. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> nah, man, but yeah. Do you have an Instagram? Do y'all do any kind of Instagram? No, we don't. We don't. I don't have an Instagram, or uh, I, I, ch- I stay a little bit away from yeah, some of those of because course. you know I don't want to. I usually don't post any any uh, pictures of students or anything. Just just because I'm yes, sure you understand. Of course. Yeah. But um, but you know, on Facebook we do we post our videos and all that, and yeah. people can message me through there, and uh, if they need a mariachi. Um, you know, with COVID, of course, we have to be extremely careful now because yeah, uh, we can't just go out there and play. Uh, it's a really sad deal, man. But, you know, in September, we went out and played for for the SCC in September in the auditorium. And, of course, you know, there's always people that have the negative negative comments, man. We had yeah. somebody gone. We, we, we had our mask the whole time we were playing. And then we took a vi- we took a picture with the mayor. We put our mask down, and then that's a picture that went on Facebook, somebody's oh, Facebook. Snap. And then people yeah. were like, "Man, people, kids are not wearing the mask." And uh-huh. so we got to be very careful about what we do for the kids. But you know, anything anywhere we play, we always you know we always ask for a donation. And if it's a public event, we usually we usually just go out there for publicity, yeah. get the uh-huh. kids yeah. out there, you know. And, and we try to play. Man, there's been years that I've, we've had gigs almost every weekend. We go out and play and. And I don't get paid. I don't get paid to do these extra things. I just do it for the students because I know that they, um, you they know, like it. Yeah, they'll, they'll get money. Y'all, y'all do the children's fair when it's here, like in April. Yeah, 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 yeah man, we, we've done big. the children's fair as well, and uh, we're planning on doing that. Usually on, in April when we do that, I think there's something going on. Uh, yeah, chicken. The something with the chicken. The man, what is it? Yeah, called? I know what it is. I always want to go, but yeah, I, never right. go. I never go. Yeah, there's something else going on. For spring chicken affair. Yeah, oh, spring, spring chicken affair. Yeah, and I feel like we haven't been able to make it the last couple years, but. We we have played at the children's fair as well, and um, you know anything that we can. Um, our next thing is going to be hopefully getting, uh, in the next two years. I, like I said, I want to try to get some new trackers, so we're going to oh, try yeah. to we're going to try to start yeah. looking. A lot of cheek right there. <laughs> no, uh, well, you know, I, I yeah. heard I heard the Mariachi group in the valley. They they talked to the manager at H E B man, and they oh, yeah. they pay H E B bought them all new trackers. I think have, like you, have you ever tried? Have you ever tried I haven't here? Tried it. I haven't tried it, man. I think that's what I'm I'm, I'm going to try to do that. Yeah. See if they yeah. can help me. H E B, if you're hearing this, <laughs> I know that man. If I win the Powerball tonight, bro. Damn, Damn I got you. You know what? Okay, I got you, man. not to chase it for the subject. next ten years, bro. For the next ten years, <laughs> I won the lottery last week. Uh huh. But I, whenever I pray, I need to be more specific at how I won the lottery. <laughs> not the two dollar one. I won fourteen bucks, which is not bad. Right? Hey, I'll take that. But uh, Dude, but I was like, dang it, I got I got three three balls, like the Powerball, oh, wow. and then uh-huh. two of the other ones. Okay. And only fourteen. It's only fourteen bucks. I thought yeah. if you got the Powerball, it was like fifty. It doubles it, or something, or something like that. Yeah. So you got forty eight dollars? No, fourteen bucks. Oh, okay. It was seven dollars, but but that's a change of subject. But we were. I was say today's a Powerball man. If I win it, I got it. I forgot. Awesome, man. But, you know, that's just that's what it's all about, man. It's all about money. And unfortunately, about well, right now, it's, it's going to be all about the kids, you know. And, yeah. and uh, if there's anything, uh, I mean, we'd love to hear you, you know, play a couple more songs. Well, once yeah. the spring comes around, we, we, we're planning on doing, like, an outside Type yeah, of venue man. for us or that yeah. yeah, we're gonna video. We're gonna get our YouTube going and yeah, you know, we're gonna get hire you guys. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll make it out here, man. You just give us a call, we'll be out here. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome, play, man. That'd be Anytime. awesome. Eric, uh, we'll get catch that two hundred dollar fee though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, got, I, got, I got you. I got it. And germ cleaning. And germ cleaning. I got it. That's what you instruments. That's what you hear. Every show we end our show with just you know just ten random questions that we kind of come up with through before interviewing. Right, so man. first question, what was your first job? My first job, I worked at Emery's Restaurant. I don't know. Yeah, I remember Emery's, Emery's. right here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right across the street from remember. the Sonic, yeah. right? Yeah. Right, right, right. No, no, no. No, no, no. Where, where Gills is at now. Gills is at. Oh, Over oh, here yeah, by yeah, Chet nice. on the street. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was a dishwasher, man. I worked with, the, I worked with a bunch of cholos back there, man. Oh, <laughs> what's, what's a dishwasher um, story that you have? Just one. Oh, man. I, I remember one time... Uh, 
for some reason that one of the cooks was he was I think he was sharpening his knives and he told me he, he I don't know why he just told me he was like hey man whenever you whenever you stab somebody it feels like you're stabbing butter and I was like what the <laughs> what hell the? I was like where did that come from and he's like a cholo you know he's like a, a, a gang member I guess and don't I, worry about it it's I know I was like all right man too cool. much questions great great story man <laughs> I was I was a, a dishwasher <laughs> once and um, I remember this cup coming back and it had big old lipstick and so I. Just threw it in there. I didn't care. Whatever. I'm, I'm sure it'll come off in the wash. Whatever. Because it was like one of those mechanical washes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, like two days later, Still someone it. comes back with their cup. Is like, this is the cup I got. <laughs> it had the lipstick on there. Take <laughs> oh, <laughs> it. That was me. You <laughs> sure. I didn't wash it. <laughs> I got a funny story about dishwasher, man. That you say that, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, had, I, I had a, I had this client, man. I worked at the bank before, and this client told me when I, when I found out my wife was pregnant and I was having a girl. First thing he told me is, man, you're fucked, bro. I was like, man, what the hell, man? Don't jinx me, man. What's up? He said, man, I got a daughter. He may say, man, my daughter, he said, you're going to have that fight. He says, when you tell her, no, that guy's not good for you. And she slams the door. But, Dad, I love him. He's He has a good job. He's a dishwasher at Henry's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were the dishwasher. I was like, son of a bitch. I was like, man, he got you good. Hey, shout out to Henry's and yeah, the dishwasher yeah. back there. Yeah, for real. Uh, <laughs> question number sponsorship. Two. We got you. No. So, Pedro uh, Infantes, uh, uh, you know, Vicente Fernandez, is all of them. Uh, who's, who would be your top mariachi? like Artist? Yeah. Uh man, my my favorite singer, uh, it had to be Jose Alfredo Jimenez, man. Yep. Uh, uh, he uh, he, yeah. he sang. Uh, he wrote a lot of songs, but he also sang really awesome, man. I, I enjoy his voice. It's very unique. It's very different. But uh, yeah, Jose Alfredo Jimenez there, for sure. There's so much music, especially like in the Tejano community, that a lot of his songs are a lot of the songs are written by Jose Alfredo, Alfredo Jimenez. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I. I'm one of those nerds that read the liner notes and, you know, just kind of, who wrote this song? Who composed it, produced it? you three times, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he's no. But I think he's um, overlooked as far as yeah. writing the music, too, sometimes. Um, but then, again, he's been known as, he was known as a borracho, right? Like yeah, 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 for sure, man. Drinking and everything, but, yeah. But no, yeah, he's he's awesome, man. Jose Jimenez. Every every song, uh, thousands of songs were written by him, and arranged, and so. Yeah. But he's, he's a Mexican icon, for sure. Question number three. Man, you kind of took my question. I was about to ask, man, dead or alive, who, what's one artist you would like to work with? Work with, um, you know, believe it or not, man, when we, one year, one year we did uh, one of Cristiano Lara's song, uh, uh-huh. one of his first one, the one Adios that came, Amor. Adios Amor. We, did, we have a video of that one. We have it up there. Um, man, and, and he was, well, during our concert, he was in Odessa, I think, that same night. Oh. And I, I reached out to him just, just to, you know, on Facebook. I don't just know. Just giggles in the air. never know. I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I was like, <laughs> I, I don't ever want to say that we didn't try. But, no, it would have been cool to have him come and, and we play the music and he sing. I mean, I think yeah. that would have been a showstopper, man. But, uh, but of course, you know, Cristiano, it's still not, it's a little bit of mariachi and a little bit of. It's a uh, fusion of something. Yeah, of fusion of mariachi, stuff. a little bit of accordion. Yeah. But uh, Pepe Aguilar too, man, is a be- amazing voice. Pepe man, Aguilar, like even Vicente Fernandez. I know Alejandro's kind of gone a little bit more, yeah, more popish. Pop, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pepe yeah. too, but uh, I mean, he just has a, such a unique voice. But yeah, but yeah, man, I think uh, I think it would have it, it would have been cool to have Cristiano Aguilar. But now I, I think uh, it would be cool to work with uh, someone like Pepe Aguilar. It would be awesome. Okay. Man. Question number four: What is an irrational fear that you have? Like, I have an irrational fear of li- spiders. 
you know, like a phobia or something like that. Do you have anything like that? Yeah, uh, man, I have oh, a... Don't for tell some the kids. Reason, don't tell the kids. <laughs> don't tell the kids. I have a kids. fear of sharp things, man, pointing at me for some reason. Like, even oh, like it's a... It's because of that guy back that knife. He <laughs> <laughs> goes in like butter. What? <laughs> that fight would started it. <laughs> that, that fucking dishwasher. <laughs> that guy. He probably did, man. But no, anything that's pointing, like, if I if I see, like, a like even just, like, a pin pointing at me, it's just... it's I don't know, man. I just... It kind of... PTSD. You yeah. know what? My, and I say spiders, but I think that's more a phobia. But the other irrational is holes. Like uh, something that's what my wife holes. has. Oh, like, I cannot like see the sponges. That. Like have you seen those yeah, videos yeah. Where, or sh- pictures of a bunch of holes? Yes, I can't. She do freaks that. her out. That's yeah, wrong with turn you. the channel. That's, that's a good question. Yeah, man. yeah, that, that's, that's pretty solid. Question number five. So you take away the trumpet. What is your next? What was your? What would be your next favorite um, instrument to play? Uh, it would pro- it would be the guitar, for sure. The guitar. Yeah. I would I would play the guitar as you know. I feel part of the second most comfortable with the guitar. Um, then maybe after that the the, the piano. Uh, I do play a little bit of piano and I enjoy playing the piano. But but yeah, for sure the guitar. Oh, oh. what what are you doing? Dude? <laughs> the holes. Yeah, we got it. Oh. <laughs> I like doing that to my wife. <laughs> I like doing that. It's he like, does have chills. Oh, I do have chills. I hate that. Anyways, yeah. Six. Okay, question number six. Man, what's your favorite restaurant here in town? Oh, wow. Man, that's a good one, dude. Um, man, I really like Armentos. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Armentos, okay. Armentos. Uh, got some and, hot salsa. There. And yeah, for Alan, cool. Alan, that's our new listener. Uh, he likes to know. You know, he's a big foodie. Why? Why would you think Armentos? What? What? What would you order? Um, I always order the parrilla. Okay. Um, Come chicken, uh, uh, shrimp, uh, beef, and then uh, of course the salsa, man, it's delicious. The salsa. Yeah. And it's a bit, uh, you know, and sometimes it's a toss between that and paisanos, man. So okay, paisanos. I mean, I haven't been there a long time, but I man, paisanos. I still like their uh, steaks. Yeah, there's yeah, 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 steak bits. Yeah, yeah, the KC for Mexican or something. That's good. That's a. They give you a good chunk too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not lying, man, about that. I ain't mad about that at all. That's pretty good. Question number seven. If you could sing it in any any other language other than English and Spanish, what would that be? Well, I'm going to be honest, man. If I could sing it, it would be English because I can't sing in English, man. I always got a Mexican accent. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> you know, I do. I think I feel the same way whenever I try to, you know, like, I don't sing. But whenever I'm singing, like, in the shower, yeah, it's like, it sounds different in English. I know. <laughs> it <man>. does. <laughs> I just had that conversation at New Year's because I was karaoke myself. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And uh, I, it was like, my wife's like, you need to sing from your diaphragm. I was like, man, what the fuck's your diaphragm anyway, man? I'm like, what? But in Spanish, it's just like, man, coming. I don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so I, I, in Spanish, I just, it comes natural. And yeah. I'm like, I guess that's what she's talking about. Cause it just comes, I'm belching from my stomach out yeah. or whatever. And yeah. uh, English is just, she's like, it feels like you're holding it in your throat. Ugh. You're singing through your throat, yeah. you know? So I'm like, so yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Cause I'm the same way. Yeah, no, it, it's hard singing in English, man. It, it, you always, I always have the accent, and I guess you know it's not a bad thing, but it's hard, man, to pronounce some of the words sometimes in English. Yeah. Uh, and but I feel real comfortable singing in Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Question number what? Eight. 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 So uh, how has mariachi changed your life? Man, it's it's changed it completely. Um, it's it's really been something that that has been a part of my life from the beginning. And I feel like it's going to be my legacy, you know. And I, I've told my wife this uh, several times, you know. I mean, I'm not going to leave my my daughters a million dollars, you know. But I'll leave them a legacy that I did this with my students. 
And we were able to advance the culture here in San Angelo, even if it's just a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that's that's how it's changed my life, is that this f- has become my legacy now to hopefully pass on to them and they can know that, I mean, I did something, you know? Yeah. yeah. We did something. Uh, something awesome. even if it's small. All right, question nine. You're nine. You're, nine. You're a college-educated person, man. <laughs> is the earth flat or is it round? <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Well, he has to think about it. Dude, <laughs> no, he's thinking no. about it right now. So no, I'm not. I'm just trying to check if it's a trick question, man. No, no, no trick no, question. It's, 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 it's got to be round, man. It has <laughs> to be round. Yeah. I know. I, I had kids like what was it? The, was it last year, or two years ago, whenever this yeah, whole tank. conspiracy yeah. stuff was coming up? I had kids saying that it was flat and this and that. And I'm like, ah, man, I, I, it's just round. It's round. It's yeah. got to be round, man. <laughs> man I don't know. What else could it be? It's flat. The Earth, the Earth, the the the, the, the other, other, all the other planets are round, but Earth, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. They're huh? not even planets, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit, here we go. So they're lights. They're no, artificial they're just, lights. They're just, they're just balls of gas up there. All right, question number 10. You're trying to win over this girl, or you're trying to get a girl back? What's the song that you play for her? Ooh. Um, God. Yeah. That's, it, I think, That's man. deep. There's a lot of good songs, I, man. I might need to use you one day. And I see you out. I'm gonna do the left to the one I'm trying to get back, <laughs> and the right I'm trying to score. <laughs> um, remember that though. <laughs> I might not remember. There's that. a there's an awesome song by Juan Gabriel that he okay. wrote. It's called Costumbres. Oh. Costumbres. Costumbres. And, uh, I thought you say no tengo dinero. Yes, that's me. That's me. <laughs> no, that's why she left you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to no. me right there. It's a really beautiful song. It talks about you know talking to somebody that you've liked in the past and um you know how how are they doing and you know that even though they're moved on the costumbre means like a tendency the yeah. tendency is always that they're gonna want to be with you so uh, it's it's powerful man so that's the song that you you yeah i think so i think so Both. Just, just don't tell my wife man yeah. uh, <laughs> this is this is gonna be publicized <laughs> right <laughs> too late you yeah, have bonus questions yes okay go ahead who's your favorite cowboy Dallas Cowboy. Cowboy. Uh, let him say John Wayne. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm waiting on. He's um, going to say Pedro Infante. <laughs> He's a is there any Mexicans yeah. in the Cowboys roster? No. Right. There is, actually. Is there? Yeah, he he just got drafted. Antonio right. Gonzalez. No, I'm just kidding. He's on pages, man. He's not dead. Um, no, um, Zeke. Yeah. Come on. Right. I'm not mad at that. All right, my bonus question. Growing up, it's two parts. Growing up with nine siblings, or a total of nine. What's the best part of it and what's the worst part of it? The best part of it, man, was that, you know, uh, it was always, there was always something going on. You know, uh, family, my brothers, you know, especially with music, I always got to experience a lot of different stuff. Um, and it was good to have them, you know. I'm really close to all my brothers, so, you know, I, I, I it was cool to have them growing up. And I learned a lot from them and yeah. all the mistakes, that made, you know, they made. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. When I grow up, I need to do this. Uh, of course, you still make mistakes all dumb, but, yeah. you know, it is what it is. But uh, the thing that was the toughest was just, you know, always always kind of not no privacy, not no. having an, enough, you know. It was always just tough, just kind of oh, yeah. getting along with so the... You had to share everything. Yeah, where, everything had to where, be shared. Where do you fit in the spectrum? Are you the oldest, middle, I'm a young? I'm second to youngest. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So, but, you know, it, it was, uh, of course, it, gets, it was tougher for my older brothers, but, you know, it's just, you still, you know, it's still not... It's if I was an only child where you can pretty much have anything you wanted, yeah. but for us it was just it was different than that. Well, you learn how to share, you yeah, learn how to share. live without sometimes too. So. Exactly. So all right, no, no other questions. Well, I got one more. Yeah. This is the last one, but uh, 
Would you consider doing a flash mob? With a mariachi? Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to be do a, a flash mob with that. That's kind of hard whenever you yeah. got 10 mariachis run, well, I mean, wandering like you around. Can, I've seen it done on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, there's a couple. Oh. Of flash. Yeah. I think that's more stage. You don't no, think? it's not. Like, I mean, Man, don't get mad at me, Kat. Damn. <laughs> God, damn. <laughs> no, yeah. we. I'm just saying, bro. Like, I just, I would like to see it. I'd like to be a part of it. That's, I think that's how I come on. Throwing my that's what he wants it. to be yeah, in a flash mob. He wants to be flashed by y'all. Yeah, be flashed in the mob. But no, but would you consider doing one? Yeah, I, as long as uh, you know, hopefully we'll get to a point where we can have mobs and yeah. uh, <laughs> and be have people around. But I think that would be cool, man. Yeah, I have get, seen those videos where. Yeah, the, you get really the cool. if you were. To, I think if you were to get the Lincoln and then you were to get Link like you together and like just play one song maybe and just like just mob the mall or something. That'd be cool, man. Yeah, er, er, uh, E over here has a OnlyFans that he he's over there blowing on a yeah. piton. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's brass. It's, it's, it's brass. Okay, it's a trumpet. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I've been known to play I've been known to play me trumpet, bro. Only fans. He's the only fans. Touching some pitos. Hey, Rosendo, man, we appreciate you joining us this evening, the Back of the House podcast. Hopefully everything, you know, comes to fruition as far as, you know, what your outlook is for for the mariachi and, you know, the SAISD and in the community. Yeah, I don't know. I appreciate you guys having me in the... You know, like I, I tell you guys, anything that I can get my students' name out there, the program, what we're doing, what we're working on, um, you know, it's anything to get it out there to the public so you know what's going on. Yeah, I think yeah. it's good for them. It's yeah, good for the program, you know. Well, yeah, shout out to Los Caciques. That's right. Caciques. It, it's really hard for me to pronounce. Caciques. Porque eres güero, güey. You remember what Willie said. I know. I know. <laughs> shout out yeah. to Willie, our listener in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Alan. We have listeners kidding. all over the ro- world, that's man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's what, that's what I was like, saying. Yeah, don't get handed out your phone number. Cause yeah. I, man, I, I, we get calls through our, our hotline and, yeah. man, two, three in the morning. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> deny. I'm not answering that shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, uh, so how do they get a hold of you? One more time. Uh, um, you can get a hold of us through uh, our public Facebook page, which is uh, Lakeview Mariachi. Um, or you can uh, call Lakeview High School, and if you want uh, us to perform at, at a certain uh, wedding or quinceanera, uh, we can try to make it happen. Uh, private performances right now are a little tough because of COVID, but uh, we can try to make it. Once everything clears up, you know, that's how we raise our money. You know, yeah. every Especially time. for like uh, Valentine's. Is it Valentine's, man. Yeah. 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 Just stay oh. outside the window. On that yeah. side. Uh, we could. They're already yeah, doing that at the uh, uh, nursing homes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, right? <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, it's a great idea. Anything that we can, you know, we, we try to hustle. We try to work hard to to make, raise our money. Um, you know, that's the way we do things. And, uh, you know, and they can get a hold of us. Public performances, usually we always play for free regardless because we'll get publicity. Yeah. But uh, anything private, we'll have to. Y'all have like a GoFundMe page, anything to help out with those uniforms you want? A Venmo. Venmo, uh, cash we don't, app, something. We don't have one now, but I'll let you guys know. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah man. Let yeah. us know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah definitely we'll, let us we'll throw know. it out there. Yeah, we for will sure. throw it out there for sure. Put it on our Facebook page and put it on our Instagram, put it on our Snap, put it on everything. Yeah, Let's go ahead and remind out. everyone uh, about our um, Instagram page. Yeah, how can they uh, check out? Get a hold of us. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be TBOH325 on our Instagram, Snap, and um, Facebook. Facebook. And then also, you know, you can call that hotline number that, that we always talk about that we all love so much. But it's uh, 775-773-5256. Yeah, come on. If you want to get it off your chest or if you want to have something positive to talk about, put it on there. We'll put it on the air. We'll talk about it. Hey, speaking of the hotline, we had a 
message, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yes, we oh, did. Oh, dang. Yeah. You want to play it? Yeah. So let's uh, go ahead and um, play that uh, message that we have from our listener. Yeah, a new yeah. listener. New listener. Here we go. Hey, uh, this is Ed from Alabama. Found you guys on Spotify. Love the show. I got a question for you. One to find out what is one of the best things about San Angelo? What is one of the worst things about San Angelo? Don't know much about that part of the country. Keep up the good work. Thanks a lot. Bye. Well, shout out to our new listener in Alabama. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sending us a message. Hell yeah. Guys, what's the best thing about San Angelo, Texas? Man, you know what's what, yours, E? What, what, what well, you for me, I think it's the community. Because uh, I think uh, San Angelo is built on on people helping people here. Uh, you could pretty much start something like a GoFundMe or something like that. Someone's always willing to help. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a pretty tight-knit community. I think that's one of the best things I love about San Angelo. Yeah. How about you, Rosendo? Um, I'd say the food, man. We got a lot of awesome restaurants. Yeah. yeah. God, Especially Almentas and Almentas. Dude, we, we can't be throwing shout outs that much. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. We need to be getting paid for this stuff. Do you have an opinion on that? Man, my, my, the best thing for me and Angelo, man, we're we're a small community, small enough, but with the big city living, I guess you can say. Yeah. We have everything that a big city has for the most part. Shopping, you know, stuff like that, but I, we don't have the traffic. Yeah, I think too. It's a it's a nice slow pace. Yeah, um, with a kind of a bigger town, bigger feel, city, b- feel. bigger town. That's where yeah, I was getting at. Because I mean, you get anywhere in town uh, within 10, 15 yeah. minutes. You got a lot of great fishing spots. So if you're a fishing man, if you yeah, like to hunting. hunt, yeah, there's, there's some a lot hunting, of hunting spots. spots. A lot of people that love to hunt. Yeah. Um, of course, the food's excellent here in San yeah, Angelo. Golf. Don't drink the water. Yeah, yeah that's think, probably one of the worst part of San Angelo. Yeah, Angela. I think that I would. <laughs> I would second that. <laughs> I would second that. Um, but you know, I whenever I was younger, I loved the water. Yeah, me too. From the from the Manguera. Yeah, like now. Like the of, water hose, man. She yeah. that's my mom. Hey, mom, can me and my friends drink somewhere? Nope. There's the water hose. That's yeah. You gotta let it run for a little yeah. bit in the summer, man. Yeah. Yeah. Burn your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's how. Uh, but every now and then, I still drink from the sink. You know. So. Oh, well, what's what's that. the worst part of San Angelo? Man, uh, I guess just not having as much to do. Um, I, I don't know how to. As far as entertainment. It. Yeah. As yeah. far as entertainment. I mean, all you got is movies. Uh, you got now. Uh, uh, you got to be involved Small. in something in order for you to to be doing something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like be a part of a group or or something like that. For me, it's being part of a washer pitching crew. Uh, go pitch washers. You know, for me, um, being part of people that go hunting. You know, yeah. stuff like that. But you just got to know people uh, to be doing something without actually being like, oh, let's just get up and and go, go to the water park or yeah. something like that. You know? Yeah. See, but to me on, on that, which is semi true, but man, even say you live in San Antonio, man. There's only so many Fiesta Texas towns you're going to yeah. go to. So many Sea Worlds. So, yeah. so it all ends up being the same thing, just a bigger city to live in. I guess more more traffic to me because that's where I, I think, oh, man, move to a big city. Well, there's only so many times you can go to Six Flags, go to blah, blah, blah. Because now it's going to turn just like we have. We have a small little, I guess, Sixth Street, quote, unquote. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of bars. You yeah. know, downtown, we have mm-hmm. bars. And there, at that point, I mean... Every city, that's all you go to. Cause, yeah. Uh, hey, well, thank you all the way from Texas to Alabama. We appreciate you listening to us, sending us a message. Um, continue, you know, listening and downloading our uh, episodes, and uh, hopefully you get to hear this. Yeah, any, any good or bad feedback, man, let us know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, leave leave us a, uh, a rating on Spotify or iTunes, and we just we love to hear and read uh, any criticism or um, some more praises from you yeah. in the future. So if you want to leave a message again or for those that have not left a message 
or want to call, what's the number again? 775-773-5256. All right. Um, anything else, guys, that you yeah, want to get uh, we, we Don't forget our shirt, T-shirt line. Our clothing line is going to be at teesprings.com forward slash stores forward slash uh, the back of the house. Thank you, Rosendo, again one more time. Do you mind playing us out? Yeah, for sure, man. I'm all right. They can play La Misma. Can you, <laughs> yeah, can you play Mariachi Loco? <laughs> yeah. All right, this one goes out to the uh, to you guys out here. All right. Yo sé bien que estoy afuera, pero el día en que yo me muera, sé que tendrás que llorar. Dirás que no me quisiste, pero vas a estar muy triste. Y así te me vas a quedar. Ya me quemó, güey. Con dinero y sin dinero, hago siempre lo que quiero. Y mi palabra es la ley. No tengo trono ni reina. I only practice those two songs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> those are the only two songs I know. Yeah. De la Sierra Morena, cielito lindo, vienen bajando. Negro cielito lindo de contrabando. Ese lunar que tiene cielito lindo junto a la boca. No se lo des a nadie, cielito lindo que a mí me toca. Mr. Ramos, we appreciate it. Thank very you guys. Yeah, yeah, sir, man. Thanks for coming Thank in. Hey, guys, we hope you enjoy the show. My name is Daniel. <laughs> I'm easy. And I'm Chino. Yeah, have a great week, guys. Yeah, have a great week.